Ladies and gentlemen, everything the light touches is insignificant to the power of the dark side, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. There it was. (laughs) (laughs) That was worth it. I I, I like that quite a bit. Very nice. (gasps) Yay, music! I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Philip Hunting. And welcome yes, to welcome. a podcast called Fred. <laughs> to a podcast called I've thrown you Fred. out, haven't I? You, you did a little bit. because no, I've Phil, been Ke- doing it. And Kendall's not used to having two handsome men no, in the same room. So Let alone us. <laughs> oh, shut That's up. it. The two handsome men are in the corner just yeah, waiting yeah, for us it, to finish. Yeah, that's oh. it. That's it. To, to, <laughs> to woo the beautiful Kendall off her feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, no, it's good. Phil's here, Wayne's here. Absolutely. Here. Fulia is here in spirit. Yes. yes. Most definitely. Yes. One day the four of us oh, will combine. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, not an invitation, Phil. No. <laughs> it's always, it's always, always an, an invitation. invitation. <laughs> I think if you could make your life a musical, it would just be so much better. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be the best. Yeah, it says maybe just randomly will burst into song as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, why not? It makes life interesting. Well, there's a song for every occasion. This is true. This is true. This is very true. Phil. (laughs) (laughs) That was me trying to turn off my phone. Because it's, it's, a, it's a new phone, isn't it? It's a new phone. I haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> okay, Phil. But it's got roosters involved. I was going so. to say. That's great. That was a rooster, wasn't it? That was yeah. a rooster. Is <laughs> so is that just because you're not on the farm anymore? You need like yes, the alert to, yes, to say, yes. wake up? I actually got, it woke me up the other day. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. But it woke me up the other day and I was like, I, c- I can't do that again. So yeah. I actually turned all my alarms off because it's just terrifying. That is, yeah. It is so yeah. Well, do you know what's funny? I was staying at a bed and breakfast in Canberra a few years ago and the previous night got in late and so just mm-hmm. thought throwing a DVD and it was Cold Mountain with Nicole Kidman and Renee Zellweger. Yes. And, you know, it's a long film, so I was feeling a bit sleepy. But one of the last scenes I saw was when they're trying to kill this blasted rooster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I then go to bed and I wake <laughs> up to the rooster, like... Crowing or whatever <laughs> noise it makes, and I've just said to to the person I was with, I was just like, I know how those girls feel now. I just want to kill that thing, and he's like, I know. <laughs> that's that's, that's all right. One of my friends has um, an alarm that's like it's a song instead of like a, just a random sound. Yeah, and it's um, it's a song that Christina Aguilera did for Burlesque. Right, and uh, it just opens up. Real loud with her just going, hey! <laughs> and I'm just like, first thing in the morning, what? <laughs> I oh. stay over at her house and I'm just like, oh god. That is one of the I'm... greatest things I have ever heard <laughs> of having because that's from the title track, I think. That's how it starts. Like, Welcome to Br- no, not Welcome to Burlesque, a different one. Yeah, it was the one where she's like, I've got a feeling that I've never. Yes, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember. <laughs> god, <laughs> it's just, it's just. Terrifying. I want that as my um, doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why does everything Christina Aguilera go for it? Yeah. yeah. Why <laughs> Message not? alerts, everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, fantastic. Have okay. it as a burglar alarm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being wrong. <laughs> Answering machine message. <laughs> okay. So, um, we haven't even gotten to how the week's been. Yeah, how, already how's your week, Kendall? gold leaded. This how, is how's, how's your week, Kendall? Oh, my week's yeah, your been week. Great. How's your week been? My week's been fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, I've had a good week. Uh, yeah, business as usual at work. Um, but outside of work, I've been to the cinema, mm. the theatre house, if you will. The A-tour. You went the to A-tour. one of my favourite theatres in Melbourne. The Astor. Yes. Yes. Mm. The legendary Astor Theatre yes. uh, in Windsor um, on Chapel Street. Yes, I haven't been there in a f- quite a few years, um, but me and the wonderful Christina. Hi, Christina. Uh, <laughs> I like were, Christina a lot. She's wonderful. Yeah. Um, we, um, yeah, we've been, like I, I've probably said before, we've been doing this thing. We go to a different cinema every, every month now that we haven't been to really, um, like non, not the big shopping center ones, yeah. like the littler ones. Um, and yeah. And so she'd never been to the Astor and I hadn't been for a long time and they were doing a double feature of the Lost Boys hey. and interview with the vampire. Hey. And we nice. were just like, yes. <laughs> it was wonderful. I haven't seen like I've seen the interview with the vampire like twenty times because I love Anne Rice and yeah. I love that movie a lot. It's <laughs> wonderful. Um, but it's okay. um, soap opera, it's amazing. It <laughs> is. It's so homoerotic. And it's, like, it's so over the top. Yeah, I love it. I did yeah. do a quickie review. Uh, Fred watch one, so it is on the website. Yeah, if you yeah. Ever want to I'm gonna that. go back. I need to go back and read yeah. that actually. Um, yeah. but It'll take a minute to read. I'm not as in depth as Kendall is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm thorough. Yeah. Um, and I, f- I haven't seen lost boys in years and years and watching it i was just like we were actually all the whole theater was just laughing at your asses off there's so many funny bits like there's one line where like Corey Haim's character kills a vampire and he's like, death by stereo. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. But it's such an 80s movie too. It's got a beautiful look to it, doesn't it? It does. The aesthetic is gorgeous and the big hair and the, you know, Sutherland. Sutherland is David is just wonderful. And then I really like Jason Patrick as Michael too. Yeah. He's, He's really, really good. Um, yeah, but so that was awesome. Had a really great night. Uh, and then earlier in the week, I saw Shazam. Shazam! Shazam! Yes. Oh, my God. So I've got a quickie review on that Ooh. later that I will get to. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Phil, you have not been here in the longest time. Please tell us how you are doing. Well. And what you've been up to. Well. 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 Um, yeah. Long story short, super busy. Um, so I think what the last time I spoke to you guys was I still moving or I'd moved? Uh, I think you had moved. Yes, last I had time moved. you were. Yes. Um, so we've been still moving sort of into the house as it were yes. and getting things set up. Um, Kirsten, my partner, is uh, uh, sort of out at the moment in the mm. sense of she's um, done some an injury. Had an injury is the word. Yes, uh, is the technical term. Uh, she's <laughs> done a, a cro- mischief. Come a cropper. Come a cropper. Yeah, that's I've the never br- heard very that. British. Very British. I like that, that a lot. Um, 
Come a cropper. Uh, come a cropper. And so, um, Wayne. <laughs> I always love learning new la- new words and a whole new language whenever Philip's in the room. I know. And you're like, right? he's making that up. And he's like, no, I read it in a book that was published in like 1912. And there's three copies of it in the world. Like, I yeah, sure you did. think of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so she's injured herself very, yeah. very badly. So um, I've been doing much love. Yes, yeah, send, much sending love, love to you, um, but one thing, one little thing I've been doing, which you guys might find interesting, is a essentially it's, it's like a D and D style thing mm. every Wednesday night. Nice. Um, it's uh, so it, I say it's like D and D. It's a different. Um, it's actually a different game. Yeah. Sort of same sort of thing. Um, called Savage Worlds. Is this online, Phil? You're playing? No, it's, um, it's a tabletop, tabletop game. Oh, cool. Go okay. in, play with actual people. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, do it every Wednesday night. And I uh, built a, uh, a character. Actually, so I played this game a while ago. Um, so, so my history with D&D is uh, years ago, I played D&D with a lot of actors. And it was just hilarious because the actors, we don't care about the battles and the, the numbers and the statistics. We care about... The, the the role playing and yeah. the stories stories totally, and all that. Yeah. Like we had a character who would um, every time he killed an enemy, he would shrink the heads down and put them in a bag of holding, which meant he had like a hundred just shriveled heads for no better reason than the fact that he could have them. <laughs> he also would keep a hawk in his bag. But the DM, the dungeon master, had decided that that hawk couldn't live more than 24 hours in the bag. So every night I'd have to, no matter where we were, my character would have to travel back to the town, buy him a new hawk, put it in there like you replaced the goldfish or the hamster. Oh, wow. And so my character would have a sleep deficit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just to keep this, his character happy. Mm. Uh, My character also was, I was just rolling really bad in my dice. So for those who don't know, you, you roll a double one or you roll a one and it's a failure. I was just rolling so badly the oh, entire no. campaign. I threw those dice out and got new ones. <laughs> Nothing makes you superstitious like a, yeah. a bag of bad dice. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my character ended up... Anytime he would fall over, because he was just always falling over, he would pass out, have a night terror... And before he was allowed to wake up and get up again. Oh, wow. Just because the DM thought it was just so funny. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. Just these fun little things. <laughs> it's nice now, though, because um, I actually got uh, someone else, one of, my, one of my mates at this uh, uh, sessions we do to build my character this time because I was very busy and stuff. And plus, I'm not great at building the characters for actual game play. And yeah, I've now finally got a character that's not broken. What you call broken. Okay. So uh, my old characters would be really good for like uh, uh, that role playing storytelling, but useless in combat. <laughs> nothing. It's got nothing going. It, it's a sniper that can't shoot straight. It's a, <laughs> so he's built me a character that actually works, and it's it's fun when you can actually play and get involved. <laughs> sounds interesting. I've never played this game before. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It, it's really. I'd love to do. There's a Star Wars version. Of course um, there is. Through Fantasy Flight Games. <laughs> okay. Um, and apparently that version is really good for storytelling as opposed to a Wizards of the Coast version, mm. which, who are the guys who did D&D, right. the original Dungeons & Dragons, Yeah. they did a Star Wars miniatures um, okay. sort of thing, which is very combat-centric, very sort of by-the-numbers. 
Fantasy Flight brought out their own Star Wars version, which mm. is very story-based. I'd like to get into that. Okay. And um, actually maybe host a few of my own games. Oh. Do what's called one-shots, which is just like people come in for one night. They and that's have, it. You, you sort of choose a character from a pile. Oh, yeah. Sort of thing. Can maybe, ju- uh, you know, touch it up, maybe make it your own, give it its own name, maybe yeah. change a few stats if you know what you're doing. If you don't, just go, I'll take this. And <laughs> me, yeah, and, then, and then you do essentially one mission, one campaign, okay. one short story. Right. Sort of I'd, I'd need I'd need a lot of help with this sort of. Intricate... Well, that's what, yeah, that's what one <laughs> shots are built Play, for. Yeah. And often the rules are sort of dialed yeah. down. But also, apparently, with uh, Final uh, Fantasy Flight, this version, the rules aren't actually all that strict to begin with. So the idea is the dungeon master can turn around and say, "Okay, you got shot, you got hit." Mm. but I've decided that because your character's been doing all these flips over the battlefield, they just got sort of hit, glanced off the shoulder because it wasn't as bad a hit. or it, it, It's all more up to interpretation as opposed to these are the rules. Okay. These are the, the hard, fast numbers. D&D is very notorious for being hard, fast numbers. For, okay. You know, I've got a, a shield of five and your spear of six pierces it. End of story. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. No room for real interpretation, whereas okay. this is a bit more sort of, okay, well, that was a hit, but I'm going to say, because you've been doing some really cool stuff and you rolled a nice high number, I'm going to say that it did this, that, and the other thing instead. Okay. So, yeah, bit, bit more user-friendly and new player-friendly, because they don't actually have to learn hard, fast rules. They just have to sort of learn... As they go along. As they go along. Which is great, because I'm super competitive with tabletop. (laughs) (laughs) It gets ugly. (laughs) The other beauty of this is that because it's not player versus player, so if I was hosting and I was the DM, and you and Kendall uh, brought characters along, your characters would be working together to get an objective. Right. And my goal isn't to kill you off as quick as possible or make it... My goal is actually to allow you guys to have a fun game. Right, it's like overseeing the gameplay. That's play. it, that's it. Oh. Now, you guys might end up making choices that mean yeah. that you are killed off, and that's just how it sort of goes, but yeah. it's not my objective okay. sort of thing, so you don't need that. Yeah. So recently, um, Philip and Kendall, well, the three of us, played um, Monopoly Gamer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it was great. It was a lot of fun, actually. Fun, yeah. yeah. Um, that's been the highlight since of my week. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I've had a really uh, mellow, quiet week, uh, to be honest. I've been watching a lot of movies um, and TV as well. I <laughs> I lead such a sad life. No, I really, no, you do not. I got, I got really excited because like, um, How to Get Away with Murder season four is on Netflix. Uh, and I was just like, let me binge this, baby. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's it's awesome. like such a well-written show, though. Um, the yeah. protagonist is so well-written. It's Viola Davis. So I'm like, yes, hello. she's fantastic. Yes, yes. So, yeah. yeah, no. So I've just sort of been, um, yeah, just watching a lot of TV and uh, films and getting really, really excited and don't all hate me for this because I know it's a pop culture podcast, but we have a federal election coming up. (laughs) I am excited because we get like six weeks of TV ads, Uh, billboards, uh, pamphlets, (laughs) all these lovely stuff. So um, I got really excited. So Wayne's holding all of the excitement. Yes. Yes. I don't have to be excited. Wayne's excited for me. And you know what? That makes me happy because he's happy. 
Thank you. Thank funny, you. Funny you should say that because earlier today, and I'm just pulling it up now. Yeah. I started doing the vote compass. I did that. The, BBC, uh, the ABC. Yeah, BBC. yeah. So, yeah. No, no. So, so yeah. Um, ABC does this wonderful thing on its website where you, you know, say what you agree with in terms of these different policies and things like that. And it tells you where you sit in the political mm. landscape. So, oh. yeah, no, I did mine. And, um, Kendall, you will be really interested in this because at the end it does ask you if you, you want to leave your um, email address so they can contact you for more surveys and things like that. Nice. I did. <laughs> no, but it was great. Um, so it tells you where you sit with the Greens, the ALP, the LNP, mm. and One Nation. Yeah. Oh, that's really yeah. good. I would really like to... Yeah, yeah no, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the past I've always been a lot more... Because it, it goes in that sort of... Uh, it's plus, a, yeah, it's, all, yeah, it's that type of grid where um, it looks at... Social progression and economics, I think. Yeah. yeah. I've always been a lot uh, more bottom left than I... I always surprise myself by how bottom left I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. To- I was, I'm an anarchist. I was top, I was top left. Yeah? Yeah, I was there top left, so between Greens and ALP. There you go. Um, it's funny, though, because then what you can do afterwards is that you can summarise it and look at each question, because it's always a agree, like strongly agree... Um, agree neutral disagree strongly disagree and you put those in and that's how they calculate where you sit in that mm-hmm. political landscape and then at the end with the summary you can actually then look at every question you see wh- what you answered for that question yep. and where the four political parties oh, sit no, that's so there was yeah. this one question where i was actually aligned with one nation like with th- this view oh god yeah no but it wasn't anything radical oh, like yeah. i was some i can't remember what it was because one of the other parties like Labour, Liberals, or mm. the Greens, so ones that actually have thought in their policies, yeah. regardless of whether you agree with them mm. or not, was aligned to it. And I looked at the question, like, what, I'm aligned with One Nation on this? And I saw the question, I go, no, no, that's actually quite that's reasonable. Right. Yeah, yeah it like wasn't anything too extreme. Wow. It was something that you just go, oh, yeah, most people Makes would sense. be. Mm. Yeah. It's really interesting. So that was, yeah. I mean, that kind of adds depth to the parties as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, I think... This is the stuff people keep saying, oh, but what can I do? Where can I learn? Yeah. No one. It's so complicated. Just go to something like this and, yeah, okay, oh, ABC, so, sorry. No, go no. to something like this. It will give you a basic rundown of what you think. And, and to be honest, if these are going off things that you think, then you're not going to be surprised. You're not going to no. sit there and go, oh, how dare they? Because... It's your thoughts. Yeah, and it also does ask you to rate what, how you feel about, I think, the, the competence or how much faith you have in the four leaders of those parties. There you go, yeah. And so you can, it's not only about policy, it can be about how you connect to personality. Yeah. But I think it's great for undecided voters because you're like, okay, well, these are what I think. Which party am yeah. I aligned closer to? And then you can see it, and then you can still make up your mind. No, that's good. Um, and that's I, good. I like that sort of breakdown because, again, people keep going on about, oh, I can never, I never know what to do on how to know mm. what, who does what. It's right there in front of you. Yeah. And the exciting and thing about fun. the exciting thing about this election is that there are two major parties have totally different platforms. Yes. In recent years, it's all been oh, very well, what's, down the line. What's mainstream thinking? I have to play the conservative line. Mm, mm. Two totally different angles. Yes. Absolutely exciting. Finally. <laughs> They're finally understanding how <laughs> politics works. Yes, we've got left wing uh, and right wing. Oh, I've been so angry at this. Uh, 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 what, do you, what do you call it? Um, Politi- political climate. 
the political climate, but when when it's a popularity contest, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just about oh, who do you like? Well, the problem is also you've got like you know demagogues rising to power, yeah. hey, United States, um, <laughs> and all of these different things. But it's nice to just actually go into policy, and there's a point of difference as well. So at least you go if people are thinking policies, then it's a clear mandate for what the public want. However, before Kendall falls asleep. Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that's enough, Paul. This is a pop culture podcast. I think oh. the second episode of... Uh, no, it's the Fred, third it the one, third? and it was the first one I was on, I'm pretty sure. Oh, there, it was yeah. uh, less, oh, less, less politics, more pop culture. Yes, because yeah. the, the second title. one was about politics. Yes, yes. Yeah. Donald Trump was the main image, that I remember that. that. Yes, it was a fantastic uh, podcast, by the way. <laughs> you all have gone downhill since then. No. <laughs> Talking Marvel and MCU and all this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hey, Kendall, how you going? Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you might want to stick around for cookie review. When you, I, I might have some things to say that you might enjoy. Oh, okay. Oh, that'll be a change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to pop culture than the MCU. I never knew. Speaking of pop culture. <laughs> and it is time. Yes. For the Nerdy News. <laughs> This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away Kendall. Okay. It's nerdy news time if I can put myself back together yeah. for this. It's the okay. pop culture podcast in case you all forgot. Yes, pop culture yeah. podcast. Yeah. This is this should be really renamed Gold Leader the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, like nice, real yeah. legit, you guys. So I'm gonna finish this thing now, and um, after the news, I'll tell you where I align. Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should no more politics. <laughs> Don't wrong me, Phil. Okay, okay. Nerdy news. You're on my nerdy... side for once. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kendall. Go on. She's going to kill me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's going to be some death. Yeah, there will be it blood. Might be, it might, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who, but someone's dying. Yeah. Um, anyway, nerdy news time. Let's get into it. Okay, so starting with Disney finally made the big announcement exactly when um, Disney Plus is going to be debuting across, well, at least in the United States. Still no word here in Australia uh, as to when it will be dropping, um, if we will be getting it at all. I imagine eventually. Um, but in the United States, Disney Plus will appear on the 12th of November this Ooh. year. So, very exciting. And uh, people in the US are very excited about it because they've made it pretty affordable. Um, it's only costing seven US dollars a month, um, or 70 US dollars a year, um, for the subscription, which is cheaper than they have Netflix over there. So, um, yeah, so a lot of people are very happy and I've seen a lot of articles talking about how Netflix should be shaken in their boots. Um, especially with the amount of content that Disney um, is going to be having on this service, starting with the upcoming Star Wars mm. series, The Mandalorian, which will be mm. debuting in November. Um, that's kind of the, the flagship show for them um, in, in terms of new content. Um, they also made further announcements on some of the MCU-related shows. We got logos for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And the Scarlet Witch and Vision series is going to be called WandaVision. 
um, which I think is a kind of catchy title. So there was a logo for that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be available within the first 12 months of the streaming service. Um, sadly for me, no logo for the Loki series, but mm. I've seen articles talking about how that's either going to be coming out in 2020 or 2021. I can't confirm or deny when that's going to be debuting, but I'm going to be holding my breath until then because I really want that show. Um, but speaking of, nice time to segue. Disney did announce a new MCU show for Disney+. Plus. Um, we're getting a Hawkeye series, which is super exciting. Uh, it's going to be following Jeremy Renner's character, um, Clint Barton. Um, he's going to be reprising his role from the movies, as the other all the other actors will be doing. Um, and he's going to be passing the banner of Hawkeye onto the next generation. And it's going to be Kate Bishop, which is the character who takes over from Hawkeye in the comics as well, um, and is a part of the team known as the Young Avengers. So that's pretty damn awesome. I am quite excited for that. Okay, crossing the pond to DC now. Um, no surprises here. We are going to get a Shazam 2. Everybody get excited for this. And looks like the writers of the screenplay and the director, David F. Sandberg, will be returning to helm the sequel. Um, that will no doubt be out in a couple of years. Hopefully they fast track it because this one was quite great. So, yeah, it's awesome news. Awesome, awesome. Um, speaking of awesome, and I didn't think this was actually going to happen, but it looks like we're getting Batman on Titans, um, which is on Netflix here in Australia, and it's on DC Universe in America. Um, Game of Thrones actor Ian Glenn is going to be playing Batman. Hmm. Um, super awesome. Uh, the man is very, very talented, has a long career, um, acting, uh, in many, many films and TV series. And yes, of course, Game of Thrones being the most notable. Um, and yeah, so he's going to be stepping into the shoes of Master Bruce Wayne and wearing the cape and cowl. So that's, I'm, yeah, excited to see what his portrayal will bring. Um, okay, moving into other news now. Let's see here. We've got some TV news, um, some casting for The Crown. Ooh. Now, we know that they're going to be talking <laughs> about um, <laughs> moving into the later years of Queen Elizabeth II's life um, in the upcoming season. Although I wasn't sure if this is going to be in season three or season four. This casting is happening, maybe, I think it must be season three, because that's the new season that's coming out, I think. Um, but a uh, relatively unknown actress named Emma Corrin is going to be playing Princess Diana. Um, and yeah, so this is her f- going to be her big breakthrough kind of role. Um, the only other thing she's noted notable for is the upcoming Pennyworth TV series, the Alfred mm-hmm. prequel sort of series that's coming out later this year. So... Yeah. Um, Look at a photo of her if you can, because she does look the part. Um, That's for damn sure. But they do a very good job of casting um, on that series. So, yeah, it's very, very awesome. Okay. Uh, More TV news. Um, Ryan Murphy announced this week the uh, upcoming 
theme, if you will, for American Horror Story Season 9, which is going to be called AHS 1984, and it's going to be paying an homage to slasher movies, hmm. which I'm sure made Wayne very, very happy. Yes. Because you love slasher movies. Love them. Yes. <laughs> you love them more than DC movies, I think. I probably. (laughs) I think so. I think that's fair to say. So um, I'm, yeah, very excited to watch that. One of my favorite shows. Mm. So yeah, more news on that later in the year. That'll be premiering in either September or October, I believe. Uh, And we've got a, well, this was something I don't think anybody expected. There's going to be a prequel to Greece coming out. uh, Oh God. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, it's going to be called Summer Loving and it's, yeah, (laughs) Phil's making a face. Um, and it's going to be about the, the, the love story between Sandy, uh, Sandy, (laughs) 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 Sandy and Danny (laughs) during that fateful summer where they met and fell in love before the movie Grease even kickstarted. Um, and you know, they sing about in the song. Yeah. Where where Sandy famously stays up as late as 10 o'clock. Yeah. (laughs) Rebel. Rebel, rebel. What a rebel. (laughs) The queen of rebels. One Sandra D. Um, (laughs) yes. Yes. So this is, I don't know how to feel about this, but, um, I'm sure it'll be good. Hopefully they find some very talented actors to play the roles, um, that are, quite iconic Mm. uh and yeah i don't know maybe we'll get cameos from olivia and john travolta maybe that would be that would be very nice um and lastly in the news this is very different kind of news but it's a different it's still nerdy um so i wanted to mention it this week we actually got our first ever look at what a black hole looks like yes um (sighs) and me being you know in a in in another life, I was oh, I, I either was an astronomer or I, in an alternate reality, I would be an astronomer because I love space and I am just not smart enough, unfortunately. The creative side won out. Um, but, yeah, so when I saw this photo, I just made me very, very happy and ex- exciting just to see finally what these monstrous things look like and the fact that they said it's 6.5 billion times the size of our sun. Wow. It's huge. And then there's actually a full image because the the image of just the the black hole itself is a zoomed in shot from a much wider um, Mm. thing. We can see it kind of sucking in all of the light around it and it's just breathtaking. So Mm. um, I just wanted to mention how groundbreaking and important that is for, you know, space and science. So... Well worth Googling if you haven't actually seen it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely check it out. It's a beautiful, um, scary, stunning image. And yeah, yeah, and a a woman was leading the way behind it. And we don't champion our female scientists and astronomers and astrologers and all these beautiful humans enough. No. And the fact, and you know what? And look, it's a testament that I can't actually even tell you her name. There's no, just how I'm little at, I'm that we it up um, that right we acknowledge. Now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's Katie Bowman is her name. Um, she's a 29 year old um, scientist. Yeah. Um, who <coughs> headed the the well? She created this algorithm that helped them discover it. Yeah. Discover it and were able to capture the image of it. Um, and yeah, a lot of people have been comparing her to. Um, Oh, there's 
this other this other woman from many many years ago who yeah. helped men get to the moon. There's a photo of her with a stack of books. That's yeah. all of the like the programming co- and coding. Yeah, that she used mm. to get them to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And then that's and then there's Katie Bowman there with all the hard drives there. That and she's it says got. a lot, like this lady. And again, like we can't even tell you what her name is. Why? Yeah. Why? Why do we not learn about her in school yeah. when no, we learn no, about no. space and man's trip to the moon? Yeah. She is so vital. Like why? Why would you not? Yeah, no, exactly. yeah. She's, exactly. And I understand it takes a huge community of people and brains to do it, but there are just people who stand out and who are leaders in that community, and you know certain women are i just i yeah and it's not to highlight them just because they're women but she's so significant in that narrative like why why is it that we're just even struggling to figure out what her name is like it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's ridiculous yeah. yeah yeah i um i don't understand it either because when i saw the image pop up um news report news news sites started reporting on it um i you know i, I didn't even see anything about Katie Bowman being responsible for this. And then I went on Tumblr because I am addicted to Tumblr. <laughs> and everyone on Tumblr was talking about her and talking about how no one's saying her name and no one's showing her photos. Mm. Um, and I just was like, that's insane. And then, yeah. And so the, the other woman who, yeah, who helped that I was just talking about, who helped send our men to the moon was Margaret Hamilton. Mm. Um, and it's the same with the movie Hidden Figures as well yeah like those three women were vital in getting scott glenn up into space yeah. the first american man in space so i think it's scott glenn something glenn anyway not very good with names tonight no. um but that's beside the point we're remembering the women's names and that's yeah. <laughs> or learning them or learning them <laughs> yeah. yeah they don't they don't they don't go into detail enough about the people who are behind the people who perform these no exactly thinking of it right now i can recall a name of one of the telescopes used quicker than i could uh, come to any of the people involved wow that's park's telescope because of uh the dish the dish alan shepherd sorry was the first american man i don't know where i got scott glenn scott glenn's an actor he is an actor why did i think i don't alan shepherd i believe is also why they call um the main character on Mass Effect, Shepard. Oh, that's cool. Mm. That's cool if that's true. Um, okay, enough of me rambling and, and mumbling wrong words. I don't know what's happening with me. I'm a bit tired. Um, but anyway, we just I just wanted, really wanted to point that out um, mm. because it's definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, it's cool. Um, now, that's the that's it. That's all of the news uh, that we have. I'm sure you guys want to touch on a couple of things I mentioned. I apparently am... Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, let's keep talking about pop culture and feels like social... more politics. So the, the, I was saying before, bottom bottom left. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that I've been look, I've looked at other uh, other ones, so... Phil, you're more left than I am. No, there you go. Yeah, which is weird. Like, um, we're about the same in social progression, mm-hmm. but uh, economic left, you're closer to the left than I am and more conservative than you are. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm sort of a uh, yeah, econo- fairly economic left, and yeah, mid maybe mid social progressive. Yeah, um, yeah, just yeah. Um, so it points you with uh, the different yeah, which different which parties. still lines up to where I was saying before. Actually, yeah. probably a bit higher there because the charts I've been looking at flip them up. So yeah, yeah, so when it's I still was consistent. Before, yeah, yeah, when I was saying before, bottom 
left. It's really top left. It's really top left on this particular. Yeah, yeah. Nice. depends on how it's labeled. So yeah. All right. Well, I'm I, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to do it now. So, <laughs> uh, because there is a show to be to be had that is not political. This um, is interesting. <laughs> this is my point. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I agree with uh, One Nation thirty six percent. That's what I meant. Like it's when scary, and then it? and if you scroll down, you'll break it down more, and you'll be like, oh wow, it's yeah, it's really bizarre. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> I'm all about having fun. Okay, uh, before um, Kendall, who is the host, actually <laughs> kicks us off the show because she's well within her power to do so. No, I am not, but anyway. You most certainly are, Kendall. <laughs> I do want to say, and actually was going to say before um, Philip butted in, um, there's a lot of exciting things happening in the nerdy news this yes. week. So there's actually a lot of exciting stuff there here. There is. Which I think is why Phil and I, well, me anyway, because I wasn't doing a thing because I've done it. <laughs> um, you know, just let you run with it because there's yeah, so much I to break down and and discuss. Um, yes, yes. Disney, I love Disney Plus. Yes. is doing a yearly subscription. I wish our streaming services would. Yeah, because I would happily pay in bulk for a year to save oh, yeah. overall, especially if you're gonna be subscribing to so many of them. Yeah, Ooh, a I lot agree. of yeah, a lot of the stuff that's not like new content for Disney Plus is already available in Australia through Stan. Yes. And I was actually going through Stan today and it was talking about um like it had titles but it said watch a preview. So they were even just having yeah, trailers for got, stuff. Yeah, they've got I, I when I was on I was on Stan the other day and mm. I was looking at yeah, they've got actually yeah previews listed for things that are about to come yeah okay so we because we can't get disney plus they'll be sending it to us well see this is the thing because so what i said before about um when i mentioned titans and how Mm -hmm. in the states it's on dc universe which is their dc's own streaming app yeah um Mm -hmm. but here it's on netflix because Mm -hmm. the app is not available here in australia so i think because stan has recently acquired all of disney well majority of disney's catalog um, when Disney Plus launches, I think the same thing will happen. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll get the app straight away, if at all. It'll just all be on Stan. Can we please make that a thing, people yeah. who are behind Stan? We don't need to be buying the DC app. We don't need to be buying the Disney app. We don't need to be buying everything I mean, I else. will, because it's... Kendall, you're killing my argument. I'm sorry. Can we just put, no, it, no. Can we just put it all on either Stan or Netflix? Mm. Because, like, Netflix especially, we don't get all the content that the Americans get on their Netflix. No, so it's no. kind of yeah. very thin compared to the American one. It is, yes. It's actually rather interesting. And I've said this before. It is very interesting that Australians are resisting this a lot more than the Yanks are. And it's because the Yanks are used to cable television. Totally. They've been playing... Sorry, they've been paying for HBO for like 30 years. They've been used to having to pay for all the different things. Whereas in Australia, having... You know, Oddstar or, or, or Foxtel, Foxtel was, was a luxury. Totally. I couldn't afford it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And we had free to air. Yeah. So this idea, that's why it took Australians a bit longer to purchase Netflix because we were like, oh, we have to pay per month. What, what's with yeah. that? We and want our stuff for free. We have a, a, a TV station that does stuff for free. Yeah. Why can I? And I think with like, I think Stan is very reasonably priced. Totally. For our market and demographic. I mean, yeah. we're such a small population, say, yeah. compared to the States. For sure. We can't... I appreciate that it's impossible to really make it a profitable business if you're charging the same low amount as you are in the States. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got just such a smaller population. If it was sort of like... And I think it actually is like... 
um, Australia and New Zealand have the same Netflix, I think, because I think they have the same. I think so too. Account. Yeah. yeah, like that makes it a bit easier because totally. you're spreading it over populations, yeah, for example. Yeah. Mm. But um, but yeah, I just if we're paying like between ten and fourteen bucks a month post service. Yeah. I might as well just cancel it all and give me Netflix and give me Foxtel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where no, a lot of this stuff will go through. And I, think maybe, and I don't particularly want to be doing that either. Yeah. And I think maybe like to, to, to make a point as well, like what, what you were saying before, maybe it would be a good idea if, you know, if we just had Netflix and Stan and everything filtered into them. Yeah. So, so as a way to ease the Australian consumer market into yeah. paying for these services mm. instead of just giving them, Hey guys, you can only... You know, you've got Netflix, you've got Stan, but then you also have to get Disney Plus and yeah. DC or whatever else, you know? Yeah. Because it's probably why... What was that other streaming service that failed? The Foxtel, the other one? Uh, oh, Foxtel or, did have one, didn't Foxtel they? Has, no, mm. Foxtel has an app, but there was another streaming service... I know it's not coming to mind though. A couple, I can't remember. Yeah, it's, and it died after like 12 months. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called though. Yeah. It was I know that ago. we do have Ausflix at the moment yeah. in Australia. Yes. Um, and that seems to be going okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, But that's more like a video store. You don't pay a subscription. You just rent films and that's rent right. packages and yeah, things like a, that. a little different, yeah. Yeah, which is great because it's, you know, celebrating Australian cinema. Yeah, it's Admittedly, great. I've not gone to it myself. No, I haven't yet either, but um, I've been meaning to. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still other great streaming services that you can yeah. access. Australian content sure. on them. For sure. Uh, Fred Dalian Productions for one of them. Because, <laughs> yes. you know, we're, we're up yeah, there with the man from it. Snowy River. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're up there. Yes, um, but yes. Banjo Patterson. Yes. And us. And us. <laughs> you say it in the same sentence and you don't even think twice. No, you don't. You yeah. Blink an eye. But, um, but I would love there to... to for Stan to keep absorbing all the, yeah. the Disney and Marvel stuff. It makes sense. Um, and more importantly... National Geographic people. <laughs> National Geographic. Or I'm surprised you're not pointing out the fact that it, Disney Plus is actually going to have every single episode of The Simpsons on it. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Why is that a thing? Because they... Are, Disney and Fox as well now. They do too. Yes, I yeah. remember that. Yes. Yes. So not only are we getting... Everything we know to be Disney already, we're getting yeah. we're getting Fox like properties yeah. and, like Simpsons and Buffy. And, and let's be Netflix. honest, then because like they would own all of this and it would be theirs. There's really no licensing issues no. Um, when you're going international. So I mean, now to even think back of what I've been saying, well, I'd be like, well, if Disney Plus is all this wonderful stuff. I just get that and cancel one of my other subscriptions. Like, really? Yeah. If all that yeah. content, for example, is going from Stan, which is unfortunate because Stan is amazing. I know. Stan's, um, I like Stan. Yeah. I, I think overall it's better than Netflix from an Australian point of view and my yeah. tastings. No, that's fair. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would just love for Disney Plus to have all of those like hidden gems. Like they're it, Apparently it's going to. They're family Disney movies that they played, you know, on Saturday nights when you were a kid and you never saw them ever again. No. There is a sequel to Splash People what? and it needs to be seen again. <laughs> and it was made for TV and I oh. remember it. And it involved Madison wanting to rescue a dolphin. It is incredible. <laughs> yes. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it isn't. But I just loved it as a kid. I loved it. I loved it. That's great. Um, but this is what I want. I want all of these movies that were are so yeah, obscure. Um, totally. And, yeah, and Splash 2 needs to be one of them. Yes. Thank you very much. Come on, Disney. Make it yeah. happen. Look, it's great to see Batman on Titans. 
Yeah. Um, for me, though, I have to say, for a show that I'm absolutely obsessed with and loving, it is even more exciting to see the casting of Princess Diana in The Crown. Yeah. I had read earlier on when they were still doing, like, season one and two, and, you know, it really kicked off, and everyone started speculating, ooh, when are we going to see Diana? When are we going to see Diana? And the discussion was then, it seems to be different now, Season three is when Cam- they confirmed Camilla will enter season three. Yes. And they go season four is when Diana will come in. Oh, sure. Okay. But I feel like that, you know, the, the crown covers a lot of years in one season. Yeah. It that it would make sense to at least have the introduction of Diana or at least maybe season finale. Let me call it now. Yeah. Their wedding. Maybe. Yeah. As a season finale might be cool because that's when it really... Her story really kicks oh, off, for I think. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And the Camilla Charles relationship i think is really interesting yeah i would like to know more about yes. it i don't really know too much well i only recently learned that she was the one who broke his heart when they were seeing oh. each other and yeah courting each other and he had to go overseas for some reason and while he was overseas she married oh. she married mr bowles or yeah, whatever it right. is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. um yeah and so yeah and that was the thing so i'm like oh okay that's kind of drama yeah Camilla, you, gonna make... you minx you yeah i have no idea <laughs> yeah yeah, and yeah. I wonder if they'll talk about like the phone tapping saga and the bugging. Yeah. Do you remember all of that? Yeah. When that when that pleasant much, conversation between Camilla and Charles that. went through. Yeah. <laughs> How much of this though is being supported and or endorsed uh, by the royal family? Yeah. None or, of it. I don't think so, yeah. There is this whole thing. Well, there was this speculation that the Queen did watch the Crown. Yeah. Because I think it was um one of her granddaughters, could have been Eugenie. Eugenie, uh, that's how you say it, sorry, um, had mentioned that Gran watches it. Like, it's just sort of said it like that. Um, but then I had heard another story that a particular scene in season two offended her and that she refuses to watch it. Oh, yeah. I would love to know what scene it was. Well, yes. let me tell you as I roll up my sleeves. Oh, yes. Oh, Ooh, hello. Yeah, well, there's a scene where um, Prince Philip and Prince Charles are in an airplane together um, and I think Prince Philip is flying it. I and, think I remember the scene. Yeah, and Charles yeah. is really scared because it's bad weather yeah. and Philip absolutely like cracks it at him um, and really verbally abusive to yeah, him. Yeah. And apparently that really offended the Queen and hmm. because of that portrayal yeah. of her husband. So Prince Philip is renowned as a dick and, hmm. you know, and his views are his views. And, you know, it's no secret that I think it's uh, Princess Anne is the daughter. Yes, yes, Anne is the daughter. Anne is the daughter. That she's the favourite. Um, yes. Okay. Whereas Charles is quite sensitive. She was kind of always the more athletic and, and things like that. So I think she's definitely daddy's girl. Uh, yeah. And okay. apparently the most respected uh, of the royals. Mm. Really? Yeah, she she does the most for charity and Aww. gets sort of the least glamour for it and things yeah. like that. Wonderful. Well, I was yeah. going to say, she's kind of the one that's, you know, been the least in the spotlight. Yeah, exactly. Out of the entire Windsor yeah. family, I feel. She did have the, an interesting um, attempted abduction once had you ever heard of that yeah you can actually youtube her um talking about it oh yeah so she was married she was with her husband at the time i believe or at least they were um on this talk show together yeah and i think this she tells us and i love it and phil you would appreciate this especially Mm -hmm. the way she recounts the whole incident Mm-hmm. is so very British. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's something like, I think the guy goes into the backseat of her limo, because um, I think shots may have been fired to like stop the car or whatever. He goes into the backseat of the limo or whatever and says, oh, like, you know, you're coming with me or whatever, or come with me. And she's like, 
well, I'm not. There's <laughs> 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 something like that. Um, it's yeah, w- worth uh, worth sourcing. All right, yeah, it's pretty cool. Up. So yeah, respect to you, Princess Anne. Yeah, yeah. And also, I just want to finish up on American Horror Story. This is not a series that I actually watch, believe it or not. Okay. But I believe every season is its own individual story, so you can Correct. sort of jump yeah. in at any time. It's yeah, it's yeah. Except for last year, they did a crossover between seasons one and three with a right. splash of five. Oh, okay wow so, that's cool because they're all set they're all set in the same universe right but they're just you know um each year just is its own thing contained story beautiful but then yeah they've started crossing them over okay so, so hopefully yeah. i can just jump into season nine and not miss anything i think you'll be able to i yeah. can't wait to pick out all the references to 80s horror yeah jason i know you yes. <laughs> yes yeah i'm yeah i'm really excited to yeah. see it too because i i'm i don't love slashes as much as you yeah but um, i i love this show and the way it does horror it, it does it very well oh slashes so, are amazing so I, i'm very excited to see what they'll yeah do. yeah so awesome. Philip. I just want to say that a Grease prequel sounds like crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the last Grease film we had, if you take away Grease Live, which actually wasn't bad, yeah. um, was Grease 2. You can't top Grease 2, people. <laughs> it was amazing. And nerds love it because... It has a superhero secret identity element to it. It is amazing. Does it really? Yeah, it really yeah. does. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's a feminist movie. Yeah. It is a gorgeous feminist okay. film. Yeah. I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah. We will not be doing it for Fred Watch nah. because Philip will shit all over it. And if you shit over a film with Michelle Pfeiffer in it, you die. <laughs> <laughs> Only I may critique. <laughs> Thank you very much. Kendall Wayne and Kirsten. <laughs> yeah, Kirsten's a big fan, actually, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You've not lived, you've not experienced cinema gold until you see Michelle singing atop a ladder. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest song in the film. Oh my god. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Wearing a black leather jacket and just Ooh. beautiful. Ooh. Absolutely stunning. Ooh. Shout out to Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. <laughs> and Michelle, because I know you're listening. <laughs> I just, you don't know how much this means to fans that Michelle's second Instagram post of all time was of her character in Grease 2, of oh, Stephanie Zanoni. A oh. movie that she's just sort of brushed aside for so long and has said how bad it is in Rah Rah. Yeah. Does it for a second post. It's amazing. That's so great. One of us. One of us. I love you, Michelle. Keep posting. Also, buy her new fragrance. It's called Henry Rose. Ooh. (laughs) Fancy. Yes. After children. Oh. They're middle names. Beautiful. Yes. That's so nice. Um, Okay. I guess that's the news then. (laughs) Yeah, it most certainly is. That was great. Yes. That was awesome. Um, Okay. So that means it's time for Trailer Park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. (laughs) We've parked? We have parked where we are in our trailer, in the park of trailers. Ready to talk about some trailers. Um, <laughs> Lister? <I'm>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lister. Um, yes. So which one did you guys want to talk about first? I'm going to invite Philip to say if he wants to start Ooh, with a particular one. Yeah, or are we saving enough. that one to last? Because we'll be talking about it for a while, I think. Um, yeah, let's go bottom up. Fantastic. I like it. Okay. Um First trailer we are going to talk about today is The Lion King. Mm. I cried. You had tears. I had you tears. Did. Now, 
I don't know why exactly, but I know the music had a huge part in that because um, that score just gets me. Like, I, I don't know why it does, but it just, it really just... Uh, yeah, no, I love it. No, but you're not wrong about that iconic score. The you know the the introductory score, yeah, is just absolutely it's stunning. So beautiful. You, it's... you you link it with these images of these mm. animals, and you know what's what's lovely. It's like you you know it from your childhood. This just spectacular animation. This yeah. wonderful movement of animals, and, yeah. and color and music, and the music just drives this emotion through. It does, and, and I... you get to see it yeah. live action. Yeah, like it looks like you're watching a documentary, or you're watching David Animal Rock. Planet, or something. <laughs> yeah, um, it's extraordinary. The look of Scar. Yeah, I'm I like really, it. Yeah, now like Scar it. is my all-time favorite Disney villain. Ooh. Yes, so. No pressure yet. No, <laughs> um, no pressure at And all. I'm not saying this will be better. I, I doubt it. But um, <laughs> I'm I loved how it's like just it's like Scraggy. They made him. Yeah. Like it wasn't this sort of elegant, sort of pompousness. No. From that animated portrayal, yeah, this has got me really hooked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It no, looks stu- it looks stunning. It looks stu- it does and, look quite. And good. I feel like. Because of, and you know what? Look, the animated film did this so brilliantly and beautifully, and it is a tearjerker. Yeah. But I feel yeah. seeing Mufasa's death live oh, action is going to fuck us. I I actually think I think it'll be semi traumatizing. To be honest, I think it'll you know I don't know. I think it'll be just absolutely incredibly done. Yeah, it is going to be. Um, that's the bit I'm sort of more the most curious about is how that's going to play out and how many boxes of tissues I will need yeah. to console myself, really. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just looked up the composer for both the original Lion King and this one is um, Hans Zimmer. Oh, so he's oh, back. Yeah. Hans Zimmer's back. Back again. No wonder it's perfection. No yeah. wonder. But just, yeah, I think for me, I'm just thinking about why I teared up was the fact that it was just the combination of the music and then just seeing these shots. They are recreating these mm. scenes from the, the original film in this live-action format which, you know, not, shouldn't be surprised about, but, like, just the way they're doing it. And then with the music, it just brought me back to my childhood and just really just remember the love I had for the original film and just going, oh, my God. Do you know what you surprised know? me? And I don't know if you, um, you and, <sighs> and Phil feel, feel this way, Kendall, but it is essentially, you know, like, I came very cynical about this, like, you know, shot-for-shot shot type thing. Yeah. But it still feels fresh. In a way, watching it, does, it there's yeah. a freshness about well, it. Because it's different, it's different Fami- voice actors. Yeah, as familiar well. but fresh. Yeah, and that's it's we- like it's weird. It is, but strange. not a bad weird. I'm no. not going to say it's. Um, I get more excited about this film the more more I see of it, and I didn't think I would. Yeah, yeah I didn't no, think no, I, would. I didn't think I, I didn't think I would get emotional, but then here we are. Yeah. Um, Phil, what are your thoughts on it? I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> the more I hear you guys saying you love and love, and I'm going, oh, did I miss yeah. something? No, it's just uh, something about seeing the live actionness and the, the obviously the the uh, CG of it. Mm. I just, it just hit the uncanny valley for me, and I was like, oh, this just doesn't. It, it's not that oh we don't need it because we okay don't. We, 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 don't. <laughs> we don't no we don't but we don't. if we're gonna shut the argument down there then we shut it down for all of them blah 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 yeah it's not the argument I'm having 
For me, it's the, I don't like how it looks. I don't oh, really? like, yeah, I think it just looks. I really liked it. It had a bit of a dark edge to it, but yeah, a nice color palette. For me, the, yeah, the yeah. whole point of the animation style of the original mm. is what brought a lot of the magic. Oh, yeah. Here. Whereas for this, it's all, it actually, I feel we lose a lot of magic. I feel yeah. it looks, it, it looks as bad as the Detective Pikachu, as far as I'm concerned. Really? Uh, yeah, I okay. think it just looks... They look out of place. They look... It looks bad to me. Okay. I actually think Scar and a lot of the internet apparently agrees. I've been uh, reading for a little bit now. Yeah, the, in, the internet they don't like doesn't us. like mm. how he looks. It's how interesting. Looks. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. He, definitely seeing him and looking like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, as I said, he's, he's my favourite yeah, villain, yeah. so I'm going to be really critical of Scar. Yeah. And so for me, Scar looks... I really do not like how they've made him look, especially compared to the original. Yeah, he looks quite downtrodden here. Yeah. But I'm going to... I don't know. I think just... I'm going to try to do what I do with every trailer I see about a film. And if something doesn't quite stick out, I'm going to be like, no, I'm going to see it in the context of the movie. Yeah. I guess. But end of the day... I just, you know, the, the, it sat in the Uncanny Valley pretty nastily for me. It just mm. looked, the, the, it, it, when they were talking, it didn't feel like they were talking. I could see the mo- mouths moving, but it didn't for me match up to what was being said. And okay. so it, well, was, it felt almost more like they were thinking it like one of those sort of movies I, where the, oh. like, you know. Uh, uh, You're hearing their thoughts. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. There, I feel like that might even be because a lot of their dialogue was said off camera. A lot of the dialogue wasn't directly... Oh, yeah, directly no, I thought that at first, so I made sure I looked at when we did see them come around, I made sure I looked at them and still didn't. Okay. Match up right. Yeah. No, no, because I did think about that. I was okay, sure, there sure. Thinking it, and the, yeah. oh no, 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 that's because that it's off camera. Someone else, okay, would. So do. I feel like this is going to be a film that quite polarizes audiences. I think it might. Mm. Be. I feel like Aladdin is going to be that type of film as well. I agree. I feel similar to how you feel about this one with Aladdin. I'm not yeah. excited about it at all. Yeah. I'm. Ex- yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Cautious. I'm. Ca- I'm excited, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. About, about Aladdin. I'm that way with Lion King. I get more excited the more I see it, but yeah. I'm still like. I've not been excited for any of the live-action remakes. I yeah. still haven't seen um, Beauty and the Beast. That is it's nice. That one, I will say, um, going into because Beauty and the Beast is one of my favourite Disney films, the animated one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going into it, it is pretty much shot for shot. Yeah. And it doesn't add really anything new. Not too And it got much, criticism no. for it. But I have to say, it is done extraordinarily well. It is, I was yeah. very pleasantly surprised. It depends, Philip, what type of affinity you have for the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. But for me, who, look, hasn't seen it five million times or anything, but has fond memories of it and think it's a really quality film. Yeah. Then seeing the live action remake, I was like, that's actually a really nice film. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah it, I did, it didn't offend me. Yeah, yeah no, it didn't offend just, me. Yeah, yeah but anyway, I've not been excited for any of them mm. full stops. And, and end of the day, whilst I would be, I've said end of the day far too many times, whilst I say you can't really have that argument of, oh, do we even need it sort of yeah. thing, I will say I sit in that camp. I'm like, okay, you, you're pulling it, you're pulling yeah. it strings here. Like know. I've gone, we don't need them. We don't like, need them. No, it's don't. not. I, we don't. Which is funny though. Like if we think back to say the live action version of 101 Dalmatians. Now I appreciated that we were all a lot younger when that mm. came out and didn't weren't so cynical about it. <laughs> but I mean, that was a live action adaptation done extremely well. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. even the sequel wasn't bad. Yeah, for a no, no. Yeah. I really, I really liked the. 
the live action 101 Dalmatians, one of my favorite Disney films as a kid. And thinking of it too, just why, if the live action trend started over 20 years ago, why, why is it taking so long? Yeah, yeah. why is it? Especially since that film did well. Yeah. 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 And, but it's funny you say that too, because even back as a kid, I remember not liking the live oh, action. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Because I, I liked quite it. liked the animated one, the original. Same though. And I just did not like the I like both I I like I definitely prefer the live action and for two reasons one one Jeff Daniels (laughs) two Glenn Close Glenn Close is amazing like I'm somebody who probably prefers the animated 101 Dalmatians but really enjoys the live action one and you're right Glenn Close is amazing she's so good the perfect Cruella after saying that I enjoyed the first uh, live action um, Fred Flintstone Flintstones yeah yeah oh, that was yeah. so many people no, don't I, like I, it no I like oh, it so I've got a, I've got a soft it. spot for it yeah, yeah I think it was really well done as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. it was so well cast mind you oh, oh, that yeah. helped John, a lot John yeah. Goodman oh, and Rick oh, Moranis oh, yes. like yeah. perfect perfect, perfect. alright let's get back on track by saying that The Lion King live action remake will be in cinemas whether you like it or not on the <laughs> 18th of july yeah Yay. not too far away now no it's it'll be interesting when the reviews come out see how we go I, yeah. yeah i'm curious to see what the critics think clicks for lion king i was trying to do a adam's family oh Oh, oh, okay. You sort of said passing. Lion King. No, and no, 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 but it was because it's kind of a segue. Leading. So after that failed segue, <laughs> the the next trailer is the Adams Family. family. <laughs> and that's how you do a segue. <laughs> yeah. Not all winners. I just love how I wasn't even looking at either of you then, and I knew. <laughs> I'm very proud of Because you're amazing. Oh, no, shut up. She really is. And she's <laughs> so patient and kind. <sighs> too, too kind, some might say. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, this was the first little teaser for the upcoming animated. Funny that now we're, we're getting an animated uh, Adam's <laughs> Family, considering we've most mostly had live actions. Of yeah. This. Yeah. It's very funny, even though it did start as a comic. So, it's kind of going back to its roots, if you will. Um, the internet's been a bit... Uh, you know, making a, a, a fuss as they like to do about the way all of the characters look. Yeah. Because they don't really look too much like their um, uh, Angelica Houston yeah. and Raul Julia no. counterparts. But then, you know, you look at the original comics and they look exactly like them. Yeah. So it's, it's like that throwback. Literally. And I guess even when you see the teaser trailer, it starts out with like, oh, you know, this is an average family and this is. That was And they're great. all hand-drawn like yeah. the original comics, I yeah. suppose, yeah. would have been. That was wonderful. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm in that sort of mindset of I'm not a huge fan of how they look. But in saying that, as the trailer went on, I quickly got used to the aesthetics. Yeah. Um, Uncle Fester freaked me out. Mm. Yeah, he looks freaky as He hell. looks, yeah, it does yeah. not look like, no. 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 The others, yeah, and I like Wednesday. Like, Wednesday's always the favourite, yeah. Wednesday's yeah. my favourite, yeah, for sure. But I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, this didn't really reveal a lot, so no, no. idea what the plot is. No. I mean, because it has to be more than just a sequence of gags yeah. to sustain itself. Totally. Uh, so... Look, it's got me curious. Yes. Not excited at okay. all, but like, okay, I think I'll need another trailer. Yeah. To get excited I about think, this one. I think yeah. so too. To, to um, completely say one way or the other. Yeah. 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 I like... There was no story, so you can't... No, you can't really say either way. Introducing the style, the aesthetic, the humor of it. Yeah. The characters. So, I mean, it's... it's I think they're just kind of easing people in. Yeah. I mean, it's doing what a trail, what a teaser should do, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. planting these seeds because also... You could argue, if you've never heard of The Addams Family, if you've not seen the films or the TV series or read the comic strip, 
it's a good introduction to what uh, yeah. and who they are. Totally. Yeah. I think it really, those little gags that we did see of them really captured, um, you know, who these people are yeah, and, how they, and fit. how they fit together mm. and just how weird and beautiful <laughs> they all are. Yeah. And I, the way that they did it, I just, it really brought me back and made me just go, oh, this is nice. They yeah. haven't fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Like, yeah. they really, I feel like they've really got a good handle on who, who, um, you know, Gomez and Morticia's love yeah. for each other. Yeah. And then Wednesday is just like <laughs> blaseness, you know? Like, yeah. You spoke French. <laughs> yeah. I always love that. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Phil, what did you think about this one? Oh, look, yeah. The same as you guys saying, just not super excited. Uh, Adam's family for, for me has never been one way or the other. It's been one of those. Oh yeah. It's on TV. I'll watch that. Yeah, it used to be on reruns as a kid. So it's after school, it was, yeah. it was on. So I did grow up with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love the movies. Yeah, um, they're fantastic. So I'm not a big I fan know. of the first movie. The second film, I think, is so much oh, better. Yeah, it's so weird. The sequel's amazing the compared sequ- to the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I actually saw the sequel before I saw the original. Right. When I was younger, just by pure just chance, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And but yeah, I love freaking Joan Cusack yeah. as Debbie in that movie oh my god I yeah. love her she's it's such a fun. good villain it's just a, it's a punchier film like, totally the gags are more on point it's better paced I think so all too those things, yeah, yeah you're right I mean the first one is enjoyable but it is it's it, it reads more like a sequel because it's yeah. they, they, they're trying to say that there's this like pre-established like whole situation of like Festus yes not there anymore that's and right left but and you're trying to understand what's going on and why this would be a thing. yeah and yeah it's weird yeah how they try and do it and then yeah but anyway it's still fun like there's some fun stuff but adam's family values is where it's at <laughs> oh yeah um okay so as for this upcoming adam's family movie um <clears throat> we don't have a release date for australian theaters just yet but it'll be out on the 11th of october in the united states and the 25th of October in the United Kingdom. Mm. So we're thinking pretty much the same around here. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Before, Halloween time. Before Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Deep breath, everyone. Because <laughs> um, is this where you and I say nothing, Kendall? Well, <laughs> we, well maybe we talk first and then Phil goes. Um, so yeah. Uh, Phil's nodding. Um, <laughs> so I'll put the kettle on. Yeah. Okay. So I am very excited to say we have our very first teaser trailer look at Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Ah! yeah. <laughs> Polarization <laughs> already. Um, I adored this trailer. I am so happy. I am so excited. It got me in the feels. Mm-hmm. Seeing Lando with Chewie in the Millennium Falcon made me so happy. Um, that brief glimpse of Carrie Fisher just made my heart cry. But, mm. you know, that's going to happen. Um, just the opening scene with Ray and the voiceover from Luke and that shot of her leaping and, like, that was just magnificent. But really, the best thing that just got me the most was right at the end mm. when you hear the laugh of Palpatine, yep. the Emperor. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> I cannot wait for this. Wayne, what yeah. did you think? I'm going to mirror everything you said, yeah. Kendall. Yeah, everything yeah. you loved about this trailer, I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. I love that opening shot of Ray. I love the build up to it. I love her flip. Yeah. Uh, 
really I, I adore this this looks already a hundred times better than the last jedi yeah, uh, which really look i've only seen last jedi once me too i need to re- i really need yeah. to rewatch it and i feel like i do i think i feel like i go it was good yeah. and i accept it it's not a terrible film but, but it's very <laughs> for me though out of all the star wars films so prequels and mid equals that i've seen um it ranks as my least favorite sure. the last jedi i just found it so sluggish and and, yeah, and, yeah, and it's dull. badly paced. And yeah, so like, but still like watchable, and I yeah. will revisit it because you can't watch them without no, watching them. It's still um, canon, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like for example, I got more out of Solo, for example, than The Last Jedi. Sure, to be I, honest, you know? I, I think I enjoyed Solo more. Yeah, yeah. I mean that has its own faults and, and problems, which we won't go into. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> there's a lot to discuss already. Yes, uh, but but yeah, but. So this is refreshing for me. It totally. Um, I love the I love the color palette. I love seeing these familiar faces. Yeah, I I really like it. You I can just really tell J.J. Abrams has come back. Yeah, I just it's got that vibe that Force Awakens had. Yeah, and I loved the Force Awakens. I thought it was such a great film. Yeah, I really it's, enjoyed it. It's fantastic. That. And yeah, no, this one, The Rise of Skywalker. What do you think of the title? I don't mind it. I love it. I think it's it's. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, I guess, passing the torch of a new generation. Yes. Um, and, you know, for me, there's never been a question about who Ray is in this world. You've always who, thought she's... Yeah. yeah. I think that, that that's implied at the end. Totally. Of yeah, uh, Force Awakens. So. And regardless of what happens after that, regardless, and maybe it's just me not paying attention, I never thought otherwise. Yeah. No. You know? Fair enough. That's um, good. You I know, like might that. try to take me on a different path, but for me, if it all resolves... And she isn't, uh, you know, Luke's daughter or however she's related. Um, I'll be extraordinarily surprised. So yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I um I read I read a couple of things on the internet talking about how now that um because you know the previous film was called The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and this is called The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I've seen people talking about how um, Jedi's henceforth or the next generation of Jedi's are referred to as Skywalkers. Right. As a nod to Luke. That's pretty cool. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, a new I, generation yeah. um, begins. And a new begins. kind of, because like, you know, the, there's a line in that trailer, you know, of, of Luke, you know, talking, you know, voiceovering. And he's talking about how, you know, you have, you know, thousands of years of knowledge or, yeah. or whatever the line is. But he's talking about how you have it all like the Jedi knowledge within you now. Like, yeah. So, and it's her job to carry it on. Yeah. Um, sort yeah. of like lead the, the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So there's a lot of way you can sort of interpret the title For and interpret sh- everyone's place in the world. Definitely. Uh, but no, I like enjoyed absolutely every single second of this yeah, trailer yeah. and it's got me excited for it. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. So I can't wait. I, I hope it's just a beautiful contained story. Uh, I know that it implies that a saga is ending. Yeah. This is Star Wars. It is not ending. Um, we might have offshoots and things like that yeah, because yeah. you know, look, some of some of those other side films like Solo is like you're killing our franchise. What are you doing? <laughs> but you know, it's a property that has just such a strong and critical fan base yes. because they just love it so much. They do. There's a lot of love. Yeah. Speaking of critical fan base, yes. Philip, Phil. what did you think of this trailer <laughs> for Star Ryan, Wars Episode Nine? Ryan Johnson has. So much to answer for as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so I actually, yeah, I've sort of half made out that, oh, I didn't like this. I actually, I am excited for this movie and yet I am terrified. 
yeah. for this movie. Okay. And my point reason is J.J. Abrams, I think, did such a good job setting up the new trilogy. Yes. Um, with um, Force Awakens. Ryan Johnson, as far as I'm concerned, that is his name, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah, director yeah, yeah. of right. had a horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, I, I just, I thought maybe I was pronouncing it wrong for some reason. No, no. Um, as far as I'm concerned, took all of that, screwed it up in a little ball, and went, I'm making the Star Wars! Oh, God. It's just so dumb. Yeah. It's just... He threw... He, he took all of the setup and threw, threw, threw it away. it away. Yeah. And I've been reading some stuff about it recently because there's this idea that essentially J.J. Abrams has retconned... Yes. Episode 8. Yes. Which I think he's, he's done that and been able to do it well to make... Episode 8 look decent within the three. Which is what I was hoping for. Which is what I'm hoping for. Then yeah. I have, I will see J.J. Abrams as a god amongst gods. Yes. If he's been able to pull it off, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, same here. I... Go on. I was just going to say, I feel like there would... You would... Based on what this trailer has shown us, mm. I feel like you could probably easily do that. Yeah. Because the thing was with episode seven, yes, I had a bit of issue with the whole uh, uh, mystery box idea and yes, how J.J. Abrams I does his thing. I remember well, yes. But again, that to me wasn't all that bad. That was annoying. No. It was like, oh, Struth, we've got this Mary Sue in, uh, in Ray, but... But it'll be fine because episode eight will explain it all, and that's the that's the payoff, and that's the or maybe episode nine, and we'll have a bit more of play. But then episode eight just shat all over it and didn't give us answers, and just gave us or gave us half answers and and, and cop outs, and almost as if uh, uh, Ryan was trying to say, "Oh, I don't know what to do with uh, uh, episode seven. Oh, I'm, so I'm going to just sort of ignore it and do my own thing." And it's annoying. It was painful. Yeah. If J.J. Abrams has been able to salvage it, I'm going to be over the moon. Yeah, good. I will be over Kessel's moon. <laughs> Do you think that this film, mm-hmm. and I don't know what their intentions were, mm. but perhaps when you then go back, and, and I know you know we've always talked about how films should stand alone, but this franchise cannot. No. But do you feel like that maybe once Nine is out into the world, it will then repair any shortcomings of eight because well, that's, what I, that's what I that's what I said eight yeah. Yeah, yeah because that's uh, literally when after Last Jedi came out and there was the uproar and yeah. the, the you know the bad you know badness of it um, one of the things I thought immediately was just that well look maybe this will just make sense in context yeah, yeah. once we've seen Episode Nine right and, but the problem, like it's a stepping stone yeah, yeah yeah the problem is I feel is that the, that that was never intended. Yeah. I honestly believe that was never intended. It that should, really... And it shouldn't be the intention? No, that's no, it. Because even if it was, you're still going to have the same result. Yeah. Your audience doesn't know it. Even if you say, oh, no, it's a stepping stone. We're planning. Like, no one cares. No we want to see the film we want. We just want to see it. We want to see it yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, that's sort of it. That if that's the case... If essentially he fixes it by going, you watch it seven nine, 
then I'll be all right with that. But if he's able to work it and go, no, you know, for example, oh, Ray, Ray, your, your parents were just uh, scumbag farmers junkers. or junkers, but they're able to rework that as, no, that's just uh, Kylo being a dick. Yeah, really. Then yeah. that's cool. I, I'd love that sort of repairing. I'd love that sort of, you know, um, there's going to be stuff he can't do, like, you know, bringing Admiral Ackbar back. But um, th- yeah. th- there's just. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. It was a trap. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> the trap was within himself. No. Um, no, but it's, it's a like, metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> um, no, but it's like there, there's certain things he won't be able to fix. Yes, of course. And again, other people have said, "Oh well, you know, I've, uh, these people are dying, or the way it sort of went, or the way that sort of went. Oh, it's more realistic because real battles, things go wrong." Yes, but this is a space opera. Uh, the whole sort of idea of it is that it is already. Uh, melodramatic it is already yeah. over the top yeah of course in its own thing yeah um, um but with all that being yeah, yeah, yeah. said what about what do you think about the trailer the actual trailer yeah. the only issue i actually really have is that because um, i actually thought it looked gorgeous um it looks beautiful um it makes me want to go oh why is this how's that how has ray got uh, Luke's old uh, lightsaber. How does? Why is there a Death Star? Um, yeah, the rem- it, remnants, remnants of, of a Death, Death Star. Star. It's yeah. a cool image. Such a cool image. Um, My brain you saw that and went, "Is that?" Is yeah, that, I had to look close. Yeah. Um, so it's stuff like that. I like that. Maybe they're bringing uh, Palpatine back because yeah. in the original uh, extended universe, that was a thing. Really, he had. Uh, so the whole idea of Force Ghosts and the whole idea of, uh, you know, um, Darth Plagueis. I was just going to say, this ties um, into him being able to cheat yeah, death, Yeah, being right? able to cheat death. Yeah. For the light side, that is, and the Jedi, that is the idea of the Force Ghost. Mm. For the dark side, you don't get that. So he'd actually, in the, the, the extended universe, created a lot of clones that his Force Ghost, which cannot take form... Mm but can infiltrate other bodies. Yeah, right. So you can live on sort of by becoming a ghost that takes over other people's bodies, but then all the complications of shorter life and... Oh, like Jason uh, 9. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or cute awkward silence <laughs> on the sci-fi nodes. <laughs> no, but that, that sort of... It, it, it was that sort of stuff. So if they're going to sort of maybe play with that again, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Um... Uh, yeah, it, it's. I, I, I've got a lot of hope for this. I'm iffy about the name, but that's that's just because for me, the yes, this story is about the is about the Star Skywalker family, and to be honest, I kind of want to keep it that way, e- even if that makes it that Ray is. Uh, uh, Luke's daughter or something like that or we're keeping the tangible link through Kylo and mm. Leia yeah I like that it stays as this one sort of story yes the universe is much larger but the, the whole thing is we're watching it through their eyes yeah the core of films the core, are this yeah. that's it that's it uh, you wouldn't move to a, like again I don't know the movie the, the series so that well but you wouldn't move to a different street um for 
uh, uh, Desperate you, Housewives. Oh right, yeah. Or, or the you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't choose a different family halfway through the series of Golden Girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're watching it through these particular people's eyes. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. yeah. Um, and so for me, them actually giving the name, you know, putting Skywalker in there is for me. It's just a bit too self. Self um, indulgent, referential, referential. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all my issue yeah, with the name is. That's it's fair. Just, I can, it, un- I can understand. It's sort of like putting some fan service in the actual damn title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it could be also maybe what like Kendall may have suggested or what other people are suggesting that yeah, Skywalker is now not just like yeah. a family name; it's mm. a way of life, maybe, or it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a type to of Skywalker yeah. to be a Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, which might be it. Um, I think if they do that, that to me as well is a bit cheesy. Is a bit sort of yeah I don't think I'm a fan um, of it but again everything yeah, it'd, be, it'd be like us turning around and saying oh yeah every president from now on is called a Trump no you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. why um, so yeah so it, it, it um, yeah it just sort of it just sort of although I suppose they did that with Caesar didn't they yeah yeah okay sorry I was uh, gonna anyway. say yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shall we conclude? Yeah, um, yeah but in the end, I, I really did enjoy the trailer, but it just makes me scared because <laughs> this episode has been torture for you, hasn't it? No, 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 no. no I'm happy. I'm just worried about how long we're going. It just, the oh, we're, we're three hours already. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it just makes me scared. JJ Abrams has already talked about how hard it was to fix the issues yes. and to, to retcon and, yes. to, and and Ryan has actually stated that he doesn't mind if it's actually been retconned sort of thing I think he's trying to get some of the flack off him um, because yeah, yeah he, he nerds are vengeful mm. especially uh, Star Wars nerds exactly tell um, me about it <laughs> and rightly so if you're going to uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it makes not to go gold leader everywhere, but like it makes sense considering you know most of their extended universe was just completely wiped from existence. Yeah, so. it, it, for me, it'd be like it'd be like someone making for you. It'd be like someone making a um, new Freddy movie. Jason. Uh, Jason. <laughs> oh no! You had one job. I was going to say, say it'd be like someone making a new Freddy movie, <laughs> and. Uh, saying that Jason was just a TV show within that. No, oh, like they did with Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no. It'd be like it'd be like them making a uh, an, another Jason movie mm. and it being part of that universe, but somehow just crapping over all the lore that you've learnt. Oh, like they did in part five. Like they did in part five. There yeah. you go. So <laughs> you know how we feel. <laughs> know. There you go. And part nine even. There you too, go. Yeah. There you go. That's exactly how it feels. Yeah. Okay. So. Can I give you points for trying? Like, you're trying really hard. Even though. The effort was sincere. Phillips banned me from doing films on Fred Watch. (laughs) Just, no, you do something other than me. I'll. I'll, I'll watch with my hands on my face and I won't be able to see it properly. Oh, good. It means you won't give it a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just sort of say it was shit because I couldn't watch it. And you'll be like, ah! So, gold leader, <laughs> gold leader. That's all right. We're all gold, this gold leader, the podcast. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Will Skywalker? Thank you. I was hoping you were going to do that. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> something, something dark side. Something, something complete. complete. <laughs> When's it out, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> 19th of December. Wow. So we've gotten that eight months in advance. Christmas has come. Early. Philip, you'll be there. 
Yeah, I'll be there. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Mid- I'll, midnight I'll screening events. Midnight screening, screening, hoping to hell yeah. that it fixes everything. Yes, yeah. let's cross our fingers. If it doesn't, I'll cry and it'll be the end of Star uh, Wars for me. Uh, hopefully not. Okay, that's Trailer Park. Quickie review. Okay, so before we move into the main, apparently <laughs> main top, topic of discussion for this week, I've got a quickie review of Shazam. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, because I went and saw that the other day. Um, and yeah, let's see. I freaking loved it. Um, this is a DC movie, everybody, and I loved it. Like from start to finish. Yeah. Um, there is. There are very, very few like flaws in this you know if there are any very minor and it would be nitpicking like pointless stuff um but uh yeah it's so much fun i laughed my ass off to the point where i was nearly crying laughing in one particular moment that i won't reveal because spoilers but um zachary levi absolutely killed it uh in as the shazamified if you will version of billy batson um playing the you know kid in the adult's body um, which was just, yes, heaps of fun. Um, yeah, I absolutely just adored it. And it was a really, really good, fun family superhero nice. flick with it's, a bit of different change of pace to all of the other superhero films we get. Um, well, yeah. you can't treat every superhero the same way. In no, film. Yeah. you can't, you can't. So this one's, yeah, work. no, this one's definitely very bright and very light. And, um, I just, yeah, I just adored it. So is it the superhero version of big? Really is. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, have you? No. Okay, can I just point something out? This isn't a spoiler, but I love the fact that you said that. Yeah. There is a scene with a big keyboard. Hey. Just like in Big. It's very brief, and it's only just like a, a wink and a nudge moment to Big. big? But you know. But you know. Yeah. And that's immediately where my mind went yeah. to when I saw Big's that. Big's one of my favorite like family films. One of the greatest 80s movies ever. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Hands down. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's very much a superhero big. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just loved it. Yeah. And Candy did a great written quickie review on our website as well. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I was going to be like, what's your score? But I already know what it is. You do. <laughs> yes. Go on the website if you want to find out what my score was. Yes. I go much more into detail, uh, as to the, the film. Yeah. Uh, in the reviews. So please go read that on the Fred the Alien Productions.com website. <laughs> um, but yeah. And go watch the movie too, because yeah. it's so much fun. Recommend it. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. I may even go see it again. So you heard it here first, folks. Kendall has abandoned the MCU because she's realized that it is an inferior product. Yes, totally. Two weeks from Endgame and I have abandoned it. <laughs> Can't get this close to the end and then just jump off. Close to the end. No, oh, we no, can only hope. No, well, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, cool. So <laughs> that's my cookie review. Shall we uh, dive into uh, the the time and the moment that I've all been waiting for? You've been waiting for. I've been waiting for. You've been waiting for. What have I been waiting for? I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. What have I been waiting for, Phil? <laughs> Popcorn culture. <laughs> I know people are sleeping in this house. So uh, boy. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It's popcorn culture time. Yes. Yes. Popcorn culture time. Last week we asked you guys, um, has there ever been a movie or a TV show that you've started watching, but you never actually finished? Mm. 
Um, Phil. Yes. Um, I have two. Um, one was Gotham. Yes, Gotham. Um, Gotham is one for me as well. And to be perfectly honest, oh, I've actually got three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Gotham. So it's uh, it's actually one that I want to keep watching. Okay, I just that's good. Haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Um, similar sort of story with Game of Thrones. I watched the very first episode. And I just didn't have time, didn't, uh, it already been several, I think two seasons in or something like that. I just didn't have the time to do it or energy, to be honest. Yeah, fair to enough. To keep up and to keep away from spoilers and rah, rah, rah. Oh, so, it's hard. To be honest, that one for me, I'm waiting until they wrap it, um, which fair. I believe is happening soon. Well, yeah, the final season premieres yeah. on, uh, well, Sunday for America, but Monday for us. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after that, I'll probably after that finishes finishes wraps. I'll probably sit down and yeah. watch it wherever it's available. Yeah, um, DVD and Blu-ray. The other one though, the, and this one fits the spirit of the question a lot better, um, is a show called Suits. Oh, you started Suits and stopped. started Suits and stopped Suits. Okay, because season one. So it's sort for me. It was sort of a Occam's not Occam's razor. The gun. Uh, um, I'm so sorry. There's a, <laughs> in in uh, theatre, there's the... Oh, Chekhov's Gun? Chekhov's Gun, thank you. I'm going for Arkham's, and I'm like, no, that's not right. That's Arkham Asylum. Um, Chekhov's Gun. They sort of did one of those sort of um, things and balls it up as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, now, having not seen the season two, etc., I don't know whether they fix it or not, but I frankly didn't care. So they do this whole will-they-won't-they... With a um, uh, with the main protagonist and uh, secretary or something like that. So the the idea of suits is that he's a he's, he's a lawyer in in a uh, in a firm. Except he's not really a lawyer. He didn't pass the bar or anything like that. He's just really good at conning his way into things. Hilarity ensues. Um, and they've got this. Will they? Won't they? With him and the secretary who's been helping him lie essentially, and. The last episode of season one, they get together. My problem was, and I sort of expected them to not be together sometime in season two. They did it in the first five minutes of uh, the first season, uh, second season, first episode. What, they broke up? Yeah, they broke them up. It's almost as if when they were writing it, they didn't expect to get season uh, two renewed for a second season wow. and thus they wrapped it with them getting together but just enough of a uh, 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 cliffhanger to yeah. keep going and then went oh oh we do, we do have another season oh um they can't be together anymore and it was just such a stupid i can't so why not the, actually have them together for a few episodes for a few or a episodes. while exactly or in season two with them breaking up like actually yeah. we've been you know like i've not seen the show but uh, just the writer side of me is going okay you make your audience invest in these characters you mm. do the will they won't they oh they do fantastic mm. great let's see what that's like and usually when they get together that's jumping the shark so let's have some problems let's set some se- yep. plant some seeds there and then let's break them off at yep. the end of the season so that we come back next season to see how it gets resolved, if at yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. And that, when they just made them, like, straight away, off the bat, it was for something stupid, too. It was like, 
um, they got together and started dating and he'd really wanted to be dating but then it was something dumb like uh, she decided he she didn't like the way he had a hot dog or some rubbish mm. it was something really I remember it just being stupid and they broke up and I was like really? yeah that Okay, kind of insulting yeah, to the audience because again, you invest it. in characters so much. Like you know, when you love characters and Kendall, you'll know this, <laughs> and you feel it. Oh yeah, you know when you invest in characters, they become real. Yeah, they in do. that in that context of the show, while yeah. you're watching it, they are real. It's you're not watching a fictitious show. You're not watching actors no. playing. These are real people that you yeah. feel mm. for, and that's only done when the show is well written. Mm. So suits may be very well written. But they've decided to plot it really badly. It yeah. sounds um, okay. So you don't recommend it? No. I well, I, again, I'm happy for someone to turn around and go, "Oh no, I've seen that," and mm. they they do this that, and the other thing, and you're remembering it wrong or whatever. But I just remember in that time, I was like, "No, I can't do that." Yeah, just you're annoying. wasting my time. You're wasting my time um, because it's like even with um, uh, spoilers, Brooklyn Nine Nine, the end of the most recent season, um, the two characters. Has everyone seen it? No. I have. You have? Oh, but I don't mind. You don't mind? Cool. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. The uh, Amy and uh, Jake get together and finally get married and all that. Mm. I would hate for them in the next season for them to actually break up. I'm happy for them to play with, oh, maybe things are on the rocks or uh, maybe whatever. But I'm just getting tired of... Hollywood, of TV, of whatever, doing the whole, oh, you, you can't have relationships work on television. I think because in the past, most of the time, they don't. I know, but that's... I mean, that was the problem with Firefly. Mm. Um, the, the, the two, there was two characters in Firefly that were um, married. Yeah. And Fox executives said, oh, no, we want them to be... Uh, to break up or they can't be together. So let's kill everyone. Uh, well, yeah, well, J.J. Uh, Abrams, uh, once he didn't get his season, decided to kill them off as a big And, and do you know what? Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I say J.J. Abrams? Yeah. yeah. Um, Are you talking about Firefly? Do you mean Joss Whedon? Yeah, Joss Whedon. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Don't, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do um, that. But yeah, so, but I mean, that's sort of this, uh, this idea. It's why the nanny, once they finally got together only had one season left yeah the nanny did it well um i think it gets smart if anyone's seen the original tv series does it well Mm. i think it you know um pans out quite nicely Mm. actually once they get married it's quite fun seeing maxwell smart domestic (laughs) but but that's yeah yeah, so it can work i shouldn't be so dismissive like i was before it can work done well yeah it can work done well and if your show is entirely based on will they won't they unless that's the show, then you've got a problem. If you've got a... You're not going to care for it. It's a gimmick. That's it. You know, you need more depth to it, don't you? No, that's it. That's yeah. it. If your show about lawyers is going to be ruined by two people getting together, then yeah. you need to write a better show. Yeah. No, that's true. Anyway, that's my two cents. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, speaking about not caring, yeah. um, I was thinking about this, because I'm like, there's probably a few shows that I've started, but, you know, not finished or stopped watching and then decided to go back and try again. But for, for this, this question here, the one that actually stuck out was Lost. Oh, and yeah. I really got into Lost and have seen a few seasons of it mm-hmm. and thought it was really interesting. And then after a while, there was, you know, there's always been this emphasis of what's the monster on the island? What's, this yeah. smoke, what's all this? 
Hmm. J.J. Abrams and his mystery boxes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it played out so long that I did not care. Really? I re- Yeah, and to this day, I don't actually know what it is. And I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, that, really, that it got to the point of like, okay, all right, you've got rah-rah. It was dragged out for so long that the surrounding plot lines just weren't interesting enough for me to stay on there. Oh, wow. Because it seemed to become too much of a focus that I was just watching the show to find out what this monster or creature was that I've just gone, I don't care. And my brother and I used to watch it together and he goes, oh, you know, the show's finished now. Do you want to go online and actually just see the final episode or, or see what the resolution is? And I've just gone, no. Like literally, it put it was so badly played out for me that it was just this one gimmick. That's all the show was reduced to for me. Mm. Think about how brilliantly it started. It was reduced to this one gimmick for me, and I'm just like, don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the show itself. I'm sure has a lot of fans who would shoot down my argument completely. Yeah, yeah. But for me, that's it. in the end, I could not hold on to any other plotline that was going on. I was watching it just for this this resolution that was just drawn out and it just, like, I cannot reiterate how much I do not care. <laughs> like, really. Yeah, yeah. So it actually annoyed me that it went that way because yeah. I love the show the first, like, two seasons. Season one is amazing. Oh, it's superb. Yeah. It is so good. Such Matthew a good Fox, first... I love you. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it, this is... And this is, I think, why I'm so annoyed at it. Right. Because for me, it just promised so much and it delivered... And couldn't sustain it. I would have preferred it to be in a really short series that yeah. just wrapped up yeah. nicely. But there just wasn't enough for me to to to, to see it through mm-hmm. at all. Um, like Desperate Housewives, for example, I saw the first season. Mm. Could guess the you know the plot twist within the first two episodes. Didn't care. Loved it. Second season did not grab me whatsoever. Did not watch it, yeah. but came back and actually watched the third. <laughs> so it's not a series that I've okay. seen in full, sure. but it's one that I will actually go back and watch beginning to end every episode. Yeah. Uh, Lost isn't one of them. Like no. it just really, it really put me off. I, I felt that sucks. it was so good for me. Just this element was so gimmicky and it was so emphasized. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like, it, yeah, it really offended me. <laughs> it's like, you started so well and you did all this. Uh, yeah, but Lost is one series that I could not finish. Yeah, well, for, for me with Lost, it was a matter of, like, I, I watched the entire first season. Mm. And then when season two came back, um, because it was, when it was airing for the first time, it was in the days of free-to-air. Yeah, which um, is where I saw it as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and because of how fucking just weird it was i mean weird's not the right word but you know what i mean it's a good word though it's a good word it's a great word um but because of the way it, it was done um you missed one episode you came back the next week you had no idea what was going yeah. on yeah and so that's how i got out of it yeah it was because i i started missing episodes due to you know probably schoolwork or whatever yeah exactly couldn't watch it and then i tried to get back into it no had no idea, so yeah. I need to. It's on. It's on Netflix or Stan. So I it's think, one that so. you will actually you want to go. back I and would watch. like. To, I would like to. Yeah, yeah. Especially because one of my close friends, it's his favorite show of all time. Wow. And he, so he's been in my ear, going, "You need to to watch it." Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, but I can totally understand you. Yeah. Yeah, because they really did make it about like yeah, what the fuck's on the island? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So for sure. Mm. Nice. All right, my turn then. Yee. Yeah. Okay, so I've got a couple. Um, a movie would be uh, Funny People. I don't know if anyone remembers this film. It's an Adam Sandler 
uh, Seth Rogen film mm. where Adam Sandler's playing a um, stand-up comic who's suffering some very bad depression, uh, is suicidal even, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was the trailer of the film that misled me or, or what my problem was, but maybe I was too young to appreciate the film because it came out when I was like 20, 21. Mm. Um, but I thought, cause it, <laughs> it was called funny people and it's got these really funny people in, in the movie. It was going to be uh, hilarious <laughs> and yeah. funny and a good time. But then I just I just watched it and it was a full-on serious drama. Mm. And I just, for some reason, it rubbed me the wrong way and I didn't want any part of it. And it which is so annoying because that's the movie where uh, Eric Banner's in it. And I don't know if he's playing himself or if he's just playing an Australian man. Mm. Um, but he, there's a scene in that movie where he is watching a St. Kilda AFL game. Aww. And they're my team. Yeah. And he's got full on Saints, um, you know, gear on, gear on yeah. and cheering them because Eric Banner in real life is a St. Kilda supporter. Yeah. Um, and here he is wearing, wearing my team's colors in a Hollywood fucking movie. And I couldn't even watch the movie long enough to get up to <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen that scene separately and gone, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a movie, but that I, yeah, I stopped watching. Um, as far as TV series, yes, Gotham was the same for me, except I don't think, um, I don't think I'll go back and watch it because it literally became, became a, a matter of too many, um, characters were dying and coming back to life <laughs> and in weird ways. And like, that just was just, selling their deaths short a little bit and ah, yeah. cutting short some of the drama and, you know, built up of storylines and all of this stuff. And yeah, so I got kind of sick of that. Um, same for Pretty Little Lies. I watched the first four seasons of that show. Really loved it. It's commitment, Kendall. I know, yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I, I really liked that show quite a bit. It was it was really interesting murder mystery set in a high school mm. um and the characters were diverse and you know you know one of them was gay and you know we hadn't really seen like you know pretty girls be gay yeah. uh, in tv shows like that before yeah. and so i really resonated with her and um yeah and there was really intense it was very soapy so there's a lot of like melodrama and character death and all of this but um the the main driving like plot of the show is the fact that there's this person named A who just goes by A who is like responsible for all of the madness in their lives. Like they all have these secrets and they're not telling everyone. And mm. this A person is, is using those secrets against them. And then, you know, A is responsible for killing other people. Like it's just this whole web of like mystery and intrigue and it's very oh. intense. Um, but they eventually revealed who A was. And I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. But then it turns out, no, that's not actually who A is. Oh. And so then they, they went down another path and then A ended up being this person. And this person who he thought was a good person the whole time turned out to be a bad person and was actually A. And then it was like, no, they're not A either. And then uh, it just kept going down. And that, yeah, so then after that, I was just like, nah. You feel like you're being cheated then because yeah. you get a resolution like, oh, no. Nah. Yeah, and then when it was revealed that one of the characters who was killed off at the start of the show was actually still alive, I was like... Oh, they're A. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I just... 
No, I, I was done. Yeah, do you know how many seasons are of the show? Seven. Oh, so wow. I got I got past halfway and then gave up. Gosh. So, Imagine enduring that for three more seasons. Mm. Yeah, I, I was just... They couldn't make up their mind. And it was just really, really frustrating. Um, and yeah, and, and then one other show I wanted to quickly mention was Walking Dead. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I watched season one. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it. Um, and I started season two, and then for reasons I can't remember, just kind of stopped. Uh, it wasn't anything against the show. I just got distracted or something. But I have not been desired enough to go back and watch it again or try and get back into it because of the amount of mixed reviews that have come mm. out of this show. I mean, and I've spoiled all of it for myself anyway because like, mm. Game, Game of Thrones spoilers and Walking Dead spoilers are like unavoidable. Really, so. I got to season three or four. Yeah, I got to season four of Walking Dead yeah. and loved every minute of it. Oh, good. Yeah, so uh, I haven't. How many con- seasons were there? Or I have. They're, they're just finishing season nine. Maybe. I actually haven't. I haven't finished the season, the series, but that's not because of lack of want. So I would watch it on uh, SBS because it was slow tracked, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And it was just like with when you're relying on free to air TV, and I think this is yeah. why streaming services are so popular totally you're just relying on the mercy of the broadcaster and what they can get yeah and then you know if you don't watch a lot of commercial tv like i don't you don't know when anything's on anyway Mm. uh so yeah but i was enjoying it and then i got a box set of i think the first six or seven seasons for christmas and i'm like I need time because yeah. I'm going to go back to the very beginning and watch it all over ah, again yeah. and revisit everything. It's a soap opera with zombies. Yeah, I it is. love it. I just, yeah, I love it. I have to say, and there was one of the seasons where I remember reading that people didn't particularly like, and I'm like bracing myself for it. And I've gone, what are they talking about? This is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm invested in the series. Oh, so yeah. I don't read the comics or anything and I okay. actually don't have, don't I've know spoilers. They've, they've deviated quite a bit from the comics. Yeah. So I think oh, maybe yeah, that's definitely. an advantage as well, not being a fan of the comics, not worried, but yeah. I think that's another quick question I want to tangent just quickly on to, but you were saying you're watching like uh, up to season four of your, mm. it was, uh, Sweet Little Lies. Pretty Little Lies. Pretty Little Lies. And at what point do you go... I've invested far too much into this. And then at what point do you go, I've invested far too much, I'm done? Yeah. Or I've invested far too much, I have to That continue. was me with Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give up earlier than I did yeah. with that. But then... Love Gotham. I, it's, it's, there's some <laughs> great moments in it. like, And I love what they do with certain characters. Like I think the portrayals of Penguin and the Riddler are mm. spot on. I love them. But some of it was just too, and yeah, and I really wanted to keep going to the point where, like, at work, um, when Gotham first started, all a group of us, we were all watching it week by week, yeah. and then as it went on, we dwindled and dwindled to yeah. the point where it was literally just me hanging yeah. on. The <laughs> so, I um I got to season I think it was season two episode where um, uh, Riddler takes the girl out on a date whose first date or something yeah <laughs> I loved oh, I, I can't remember name. her name but it's, no. uh, it's the the chicky loves and who's yeah, the filing room that's where yeah. I got to she's and adorable I think I just couldn't because I was illegally streaming it at the time and I couldn't find it couldn't find a torrent I can't, couldn't find a torrent that was continuing it so that's why I sort of stopped and I just never got back to it and then I started hearing the bad reviews and I was like oh 
I think it's like I see where you're going with the show, Kendall, about how you know people who die off and then come back and things like that. I'm okay with it. Generally, I tend to prefer that if they kill a character off, that opens the the floodgates for someone new to come. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, Gotham does go maybe more sci-fi than you would expect a Batman hmm. story yeah, to go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I have to say that was one of the things that actually put me off. Um, Smallville. That's a show that I actually started and never yeah. finished. It's oh. one that I would love to go back and watch completely. Yeah, and yeah. I know that sounds silly. You're like, it's Superman. Of course, it's <laughs> going to be heavily sci-fi. But I think based on how it started and where it went, it got overly emphasized yeah, with sci-fi. Sure. Yeah. Gotham is doing that to some in some elements. But I guess they justify it with, um, you know, the advance in... in, in science and technical um and medical experiments which you need i guess to accept to accept the world of batman yeah because of the people he goes up against yeah especially because of what they did with um poison ivy in gotham yeah they really just sped her up yeah quite a bit so yeah I mean, yeah, I I would like to maybe one day go back and watch, watch the rest of it, but yeah. yeah. I've so enjoyed it. And the way they tease yeah. out with the Joker, and I haven't, and I know that they've got the Joker in the series now, but yeah. I, I'm not up to those episodes. Yeah. But, um. No, I, I, um, I stopped before the real Joker came yeah. into it. Because they were saying the whole time it was. This one person. It was then, one person. And ten, yeah, it was Jerome. And then it turned out to be his twin, twin brother, brother yes. Jeremiah. So See, that's a spoiler I know, but I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Spoilers, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's, an, that's enough from us, isn't yes. it? Yes. Let's go into your answers. Yay. Yay. Who's and first? We'll start with Bethany Griffiths. Bethany. Who goes, Grim, I ran out of episodes. But also it became very convoluted. Okay. Yeah, I've not um, seen Grim. Neither have I. I have no. heard it's not bad. My parents watch it. Ooh. They've been telling me to watch it because they're like, Kendall, you, you, we know you like all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Supernatural things and mystical creatures and all of that. Um, but I just, I've never been able to watch it. And yeah. The show doesn't appeal to me, to be honest. No? No. Is running out of episodes really never finishing? Unless she's talking about having it on DVD or something. I'm I think she's sure. streaming it. Streaming it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she goes also, it became very convoluted. So it's, I don't know, maybe it was too, com- I don't know, too complex or, or too... Um, Stupid (laughs) to to sustain itself, maybe it thought it was smarter than it was. Yeah, interesting. Why are we afraid of simple stories? I don't know. Mm. Old fat, simple narratives Mm. work the best. Yeah, Yeah. less is more sometimes. Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah, it's actually funny. I was was talking to Kirsten the other day. Gilbert and Sullivan, you say that to people, and they go, Oh, that's high art. That's it. No, it's not. It's simple theater, entry level theater. The best, the best stories are just simple, you know. You can build upon it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to show everyone how clever you are. You've made a TV show. Not many of us can say that. Yeah, you're clever. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, okay, next up we have our wonderful co-host here in Spirit and Ooh. and in essay and in yeah. essay, <laughs> Miss Fulia Cantamache. Um, let's see, let's see. She's got yeah. Essay yeah. is is the right word. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Are we breaking this up, or can you get through it? Um, I'll see how I go. Yep. Uh, if I start 
mumbling. Tap out. Um, yes. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, I've got a few shows that I never ended up finishing. One of them is a sitcom Kendall tried to get me into <laughs> called Parks and Recreation. Yes, damn it, watch it. I watched the first season, uh, which was pretty short, and I didn't like the humor in it. Kendall assured me that the first season isn't that great, and that season two onwards gets better. Still haven't gotten back into it. <laughs> she doesn't believe you. I shush. Yeah, she, she doesn't. I don't think she's convinced. I've said to her most recently that I'm going to find the, to- find the time when her and I are together and I can make her sit down and we can watch, like, binge a whole bunch of season two together because it's so good. <laughs> anyway, back into her essay. Uh, another couple of series that I started and never got back into was Marvel's Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Oh, man. I think I can honestly say I've seen the first two eps of Jessica Jones and probably up to four or five episodes of Daredevil. In the end, they were too dark and intense for me, so I stopped watching them. Oh, I also haven't finished watching DC's Gotham either. It's on my watch list on Netflix. I will eventually get back into these shows with so many other shows to keep up with. It may not be anytime soon. A film uh, that I've never finished watching was back when I was 10 years old and going to the cinemas was a rare and exciting occasion. That movie was There's Something About Mary. You s- 10, Fulia? <laughs> Fulia's actually told me this story. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Because I, ex- I can just picture it. I am so excited to read this. Okay, here's the story of what happened the day my family decided to go and see this movie. We sat down in the cinema. The movie started. I can't remember how long my parents waited before realizing that it wasn't appropriate for kids under 12. Keep in <laughs> mind that at the time, my parents didn't speak or understand that much English. I, that's fair enough. Uh, my dad was the one with the most knowledge between the two of them. The only scenes from that film that I distinctly remember is Cameron Diaz's character using something very sticky to gel her hair up. Mm. And the scene where Ben Stiller's character manages to get his junk caught in the zip of his pants and the ambulance is called. Those are the two most memorable things about that film. Mm. And that second one is extraordinarily painful. I watch it with my legs crossed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Even as a woman, I'm like, no, thank you. Uh, whichever scene came first, that's when my dad decided it was time to leave. <laughs> to this day, to this day, I've not gone back to watch the film. Hashtag tell Fred. <laughs> Holy shit, Fulia. Um, yes. Yeah, so th- that film was directed by the Farrelly brothers who are known for doing crude and toilet humor and just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, badness. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. TV shows. Yeah. I can understand uh, yeah, Daredevil and Jessica Jones being a bit too intense for Fulia's taste because yeah. she de- definitely does like things on the lighter side. So I'm sensing that Fulia won't like Gotham then. Because it's mm. dark and gritty. Yeah, it is. You know, there's it blood, is. Fulia. Blood. There's, there's blood. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. But watch it anyway, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil, do you have any comments on Fulia's no, other co- than, essay? No, other than well done for sitting down and typing it. Yeah, I think thank we thought you. we're done with uni. Yeah. Don't worry, Fulia. We'll all um, gather around and watch There's Something About Mary together. Yes, oh, yes. God, I don't think I can do that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it once. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, really? Only yeah, once. only once. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, I've probably only seen it like two or three times myself. Mm. Phil, where do you sit on the Something About Mary? I haven't seen it. Oh, great. This is fantastic. We all need to watch it together. Yeah, it's happening. All right. Thanks, Fulia. Cool. Thank you. So, Marie Stella. Marie! Was like, ha ha, all of the shows. 
He said, Walking Dead, especially. Yep. I'm still waiting to see if Glenn made it. Out alive from <laughs> under the dumpster in the first few episodes of season four. Obviously, he does because I've seen him in later episodes, but I still feel like I need to see that for myself. Yeah, and then wait until you see what happens to him after that. <laughs> no more spoilers for Wayne. No. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Wondering if I can interpret this question as never finished because you haven't got a chance to finish it or you hated it and didn't want to continue. Well, yeah, this is true. They are two different things, aren't they? Yeah. 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 She said, Supergirl, I stopped watching because Sandra's Alex and Maggie broke yes, up. Yes, I don't blame you. I'm still pissed, Marie, that they broke up. Yep. I am with you there. And Marie said, I was really enjoying the storyline for a bit. Was uh, partly the only reason I was watching, but curious to see where the show went. Uh, so I might continue watching. Um, it's currently in its fourth season and its fourth season is actually, I think, its best season Oh, okay, yet. cool. Um, but the, yeah, the Alex and Maggie storyline was in season two and it was wonderful because, um, yes, uh, Cara Danvers, Supergirl, um, her adoptive sister, Alex, uh, realized she was gay. And so it was about her coming out and falling in love with this beautiful, you know, hard ass, you know, great woman named Maggie, who's a cop and, you know, she's a federal agent. So they were like, you know guns blazing power couple it was <laughs> awesome um and then yeah they they got engaged and then swiftly broke up in early on in season three and then the actress who played maggie left the show and hasn't been back since so oh, that's why they broke up yeah, yeah, yeah i think it was a contract contractual mm, yeah. thing but nonetheless i'm i'm very upset about it because they were Oof. so good together. yeah it was wonderful but anyway um but it, no marie if you ever want to get back into it I highly recommend it because it is one of the the better um, superhero shows on television. With a fantastic heroine. Yes, Supergirl is the best. Supergirl is the best. Thanks, Marie. Well, we have Shannon. Shannon. Who says, most CW shows. The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, (laughs) Spoopy Natural. (laughs) Okay, Shannon has not said why. Um... But yeah, Super Grill. I don't know that show, and <laughs> neither do I know Spoopy it's Natural. A cooking show. It's yeah. a cooking show. It's been off of La Grill. English side ruined. Must use French side. La Grill. What the hell is that? Simpsons for the win. Always for the win. Um, but yeah, Spoopy Natural sounds cool. Yeah, I want to watch it. <laughs> Thanks for contributing, Shannon. We, yeah, got, so we got nothing for you. Yeah, we don't, we don't have anything else done. No, uh, like CW. That was that. Um... So that's that's one of the, um, the net- network. networks in yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. America. They have all of my favorite shows, pretty much. But like, yeah, The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Supernatural. They they all sort of fall into that sort of supernatural. Yeah, yeah, supernatural <laughs> yeah. Sort of format. The sci-fi, sci-fi stuff. Match, yeah. yeah, and also that long form where they, I think they started strong and a lot of people feel they've sort of petered out over time i don't know fully wouldn't agree just... with you on the last one no i know, I know. <laughs> no. I, i'm not saying that's definitely thing i'm just saying that's the only sort of link i could maybe try to well i mean weave. So arrow arrow is about to come to an end but mm. the flash and supergirl are still going pretty strong mm. and of course yeah we know supernatural is ending next year as well so um yeah but and supernatural is going to be ending after 15 years yeah too so it's a long time 
for a show to be on air. So it's a, and it's a big commitment to make. Yeah. When it's a, when you're trying to in, find enjoyment in a show, and then you realize it's it just keeps going, going, going. You're like, yeah. is this worth? If I only kind of like this, is it worth investing? Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes though, knowing how long a show is for, it, like once it's finished, you go, yeah. cool, this is the timeline. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I can I can totally agree with that. Mm. Okay, well, that's all your answers, guys. Thank yeah. you. Good Thank responses. You. It was good discussion. Very good responses and very good discussion, as usual. Um, what do we have next week? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, for next week's popcorn culture, Kendall, <laughs> when you're back in your skin. <laughs> And we still don't know who Kendall's voting for. Uh, no. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, next week's question. I've been sitting on that the entire segment. I'm glad you didn't forget. Well played, young man. Well played. <laughs> what film? <laughs> what film was your teenage obsession? Jeez. I think that's a great question. Um, use mm. hashtag tell Fred yes. so we can find your answer next week. Yes. Um, what's up with Fred, guys? Well, there's um, a lot, isn't there? Incompetent gamers is still happening, so tune into that on Tuesday afternoon. Yes. yes. And the time might change slightly. Um, so Bethel's and Sharpie both working now, and I'm the only one who's not. You're doing well, so. Phil. It's hard to it's hard to game by yourself. Like Fulia does it all the time. Uh, you both do great jobs. Yes. yes. And uh, Fulia has foolish Fuji. Yes. Has got a new time slot on Friday. Yes. Yeah, Friday afternoon. Friday, Friday afternoon. afternoon. Around four o'clock. Around four, yeah. four o'clock. Yeah, four or five o'clock. So yeah. tune in on Tuesdays and Fridays for Incompetent Gamers. Yes. We have a Fred Watch podcast this week. Yes. Yes. We do. And Philip, someone absolutely stunning is joining us for that episode. Yes. Yes. I wonder who that I'm, gorgeous hostess or the mostest could be. I it's not It's not me. I wonder. It must be you. It's not me. <laughs> must be know. you. I don't know who they're talking about. Yeah. So, new Fred Watch podcast. We are reviewing a stunning film called Beautiful Thing. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. Yes. And yeah, it was a pleasure to, to share that with. Uh, with you, Kendall and Philip. Yes, it one, was one of you enjoyed it. One of you kind of <laughs> enjoyed it, and <laughs> and yeah, and it was it's, it's a it's a great episode too. It's a great podcast, it great is. discussion. Yeah, um, for sure. I really enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yes. thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime. You're welcome. Anytime. Yay. And yeah, so that'll be out on Thursday. Thursday on SoundCloud, mm. iTunes, and the website. Yes. Lovely, excellent. And how about yourself, Kendall? Me, well, like I said earlier, I've got um, the Shazam review um, for my written Fred watch mm-hmm. up on the website right now. So please go check that out. Um, also, there's recentish episodes of non-scripted ramblings of me reacting and rambling to all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Um, which is very exciting. Um, let's see what else. Um, in preparation for Collectible Chaos at the moment, filming very soon. Um, I will not say just yet what the topic is, but I'm sure you'll be very happy to hear when I do announce it. 
and yes, and then yeah, monthly will be in a week or so. Um, the question right now is, we will, I think it's something to do with books. I know it's like mm. we're talking about fa- like favorite book series or what's like a book series you've read all the way through or what's a book you couldn't put down. It's something. Yeah. It's something. What's like, a book you couldn't? What's put a down. book you can't put? You couldn't put down. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. It's been a long few weeks since we did mm, that, so yeah. I'm just like wrapping my brain. But yes, bookworms come forth. Yes, it's a great topic. So yeah, I'll make sure to give you a response to that one. That would be great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. Anything else we want to touch on before we wrap up? That's it for Fred. That's it. I mean, there's always new projects on the horizon. Always. Uh, So watch this space. Listen out. Stay tuned. There'll be more exciting things on the way. But until then. Until then. That that was was a podcast podcast called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel and take forward bags and stationery with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Featuring unibums and competent gamers, and also featuring our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. Hey. I've been a Philip Hunter. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been a Wayne Cellini. And, and you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred. Remember to eat beef. Yeah. Do it. Remember to eat beef. Yeah. Do you normally do it on the beef? Yes. Let's go again. Let's go again. Three, two, one. Remember to eat beef. Hey. There's no editing on that. Everyone will feel it. No, it's magic behind the scenes. Magic. Behind the scenes in front of everybody. In front of the scenes. Yay. The scenes. And. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. See you after Easter. Bye, yes. See you in a couple of weeks. Happy Easter.